Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Movie Minutemen podcast. But before we dive into today's movie, I wanted to let you guys know that we're excited to get emails from y'all. So if you want to send us your thoughts or comments, please do so. You can send those to the Movie Minutemen podcast at gmail.com. And if you want to leave us a rating and review, please do so. It's super helpful for getting our show into the algorithm. And you can probably do that on Apple Podcasts. And now you can leave ratings on Spotify. So if you guys want to do either of those, go ahead and do them. If you want to do both, that's good too. But again, thank you guys so much for listening. And now let's get on with the show. podcast i want to shout out wesley spillman who just uh you just caught me not recording the podcast very early on in the recording so uh good catch wesley but he's here with me my name's andrew this is the movie men men podcast wesley how are you doing <laughs> i'm pretty good <laughs> oh that, that was pretty funny though. that would have been so <laughs> bad <laughs> good catch i totally forgot to do it i'm i'm a little bit off today guys I'm yeah not... sorry yeah, sorry. All, but... It's been like it's been like a month since we've done one. It so. has been. It's it's been a minute trying to schedule recordings, but we're back, and uh, we're here, and we're ready to talk about 2011's Captain America. Yes. Yeah. So, uh, we're just gonna jump into it. If you guys haven't listened to our previous uh episodes, we're running through the Marvel uh cinematic universe, um, trying to catch up as best we can, but we're not gonna get too uh <laughs> <catched> <laughs> up. Before Ant Man and the Wasp Quantumania yeah. comes out Friday tomorrow, so, yes. yeah, that is tomorrow. Holy cow! Yes, yeah, I've got yes. tickets to that, so I'm very excited yeah. for tomorrow. I'm so. going, I'm going, I'm going to see it tonight. So okay, wow, <laughs> that's fun. That's fun. As that's of this, cool. as of this that's recording, fun. everybody, this recording is uh, on February 16th. So yes. February 17th yeah. is the release date of Ant the next Ant Man yes. movie, which is Although- the be- which is the beginning of Phase Five. So. Yeah. Yeah. Although they've got uh, shows tonight. So go figure yeah. out tomorrow's <laughs> the opening day. Anyway. Yeah. That's not what we're talking about. We're talking about Captain America. And uh, yeah. So I just watched it uh, like an hour ago. Wesley said he was watching it up to 30 minutes ago. <laughs> so this one's very fresh in our minds. But uh, let's jump into talking about our very first memories with the film, uh, remembering uh, the first time we watched it. Wesley, take it away. Yes. So this was the very first MCU movie I remember seeing in my memory. Not like so I saw like the Spider-Man movies when I was younger, but those were like made with Sony and stuff. So those, of course, not in the MCU. But a uh, the first time I watched this a movie, Captain America, uh, was around late November, I think, of 2011 or early 2012. My dad got it on dvd if i recall correctly and it was like a family movie night or something and it was just a very enjoyable watch and i clearly remember some instances through this film like watching it for the first time it it was just it was pretty fun and this movie and like the captain america movies just in general hold a special place in my heart as it kind of ushered this love for the mc movies for me uh, for the future and now so yeah yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, kind of like you, this one has always been around. I always knew who Captain America was. Like, like I said, I didn't join the party in the MCU until around 
I want to say like Ant-Man was coming out. I think Age of Ultron was the first one I saw in theaters, but I've always, I always liked Captain America. And so this one was very, uh, very close to my heart. You know, I liked I read comic books a little bit growing up and Captain America was always one that, you know, like it was a safe read. It wasn't going to get too, uh, yeah. too uh, risque or anything for a young, <laughs> uh, young 13 year old. But uh, so Captain America is, was always there. And then when uh, the movies came out, I've, I think I've said before that Avengers was the first one I watched, but it wasn't until around Age of Ultron was coming out. So Captain America Winter Soldier was already out. But uh, this was one that I watched and I really, really liked. Um, and yeah, it was. I want to say it's the first one I ever owned on DVD and to rewatch it. I watch it on my Blu-ray. This is the first one I didn't like turn on Disney Plus for because we lost power. But that's neither here nor there. Uh, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> so I, I watched it on DVD and it was it's just it's fun. It's a good it's a good movie. Um, it's a very different kind of feeling, a different feeling movie. It feels more like a war movie than like a, a superhero movie, but still deals with superhero stuff. So it's, it's just really fun. And uh, I probably rewatched it oh, probably a dozen times over the the years and it's just, it's just yeah. one you can always come back to it feels it's very very good feeling to rewatch it and so yeah yeah those are my memories but yeah uh let's jump into captain america the first avenger from 2011 So Captain America, the first Avenger was directed by Joe Johnston. The screenplay but was written by Christopher Marcus and Stephen McFeely. Uh, if you join us and continue to join us down the road here, you'll hear those yep. names pop up quite a yep. bit in the, uh, will. In the MCU. Uh, based on characters by Joe Simon and Jack Kirby, whose name you'll also hear a lot <laughs> when talking about the characters. <laughs> Uh, the music is by Alan Silvestri, again, who you'll hear come up quite yes. <laughs> as we go down this road. Um, but the, the the cast, uh, very, very solid. Chris Evans plays Captain America slash Steve Rogers. Tommy Lee Jones is Colonel Chester Phillips. Hugo so Weaving. Good. He, oh, he's, yeah. Yeah, we'll get into that. Hugo Weaving is played by Johan. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Johan Smith slash Red Skull is played by Hugo Weaving. Yes. He was just so good that I thought Hugo Weaving played. Yeah. <laughs> was played by Red Skull. I don't know. Uh, Sebastian Stan plays James Buchanan, Bucky Barnes. Toby Jones plays Arnim Zola. Oh, I forgot Haley Atwell. I jumped over her for some reason. Haley Atwell yeah. plays Peggy Carter. Uh, phenomenal job. And then Stanley Tucci as Dr. Abraham Erskine. Uh, Erskine. I don't know why I said Erskine. And then Dominic Cooper plays Howard Stark. And that's all the uh, important roles uh, there. Yes. I mean, everyone's yes. important, but like, you know. Yeah main plot just, people just another great cast like we when we went through thor and stuff like that was an awesome cast but this one was oh yeah this one was really good this i i don't know that i i feel uh standout to me in the cast would be probably uh sebastian stan as bucky mm -hmm. he, yeah he i just i just love his progression throughout the film we don't see a lot of him through the film but he's 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 really good so no we don't yeah i also want to i want to talk about toby jones for a moment because he's like so he, he plays arnim zola who is like a really really uh main captain america villain in the comic books yeah but isn't really touched on in the mcu not yet i mean they can always do something well, not yet it. they teased him in uh, winter well, soldier but well they more they explored it in kind of shield a little bit the a little show bit, yeah. a little bit but there's just 
they didn't go in full in depth and but they the underlying plan through as we get into phase two of the mcu we'll see it for him yeah so but yeah you're you're right about that yeah yeah he's not he's not all the way in there i guess but the little bit that he's in this one and then like we said later down the road he does a really good job with it and i think he's just he's a fun character but also you don't want to like you know like him you know it's weird it's a weird (laughs) like like you like him but you're also like he's a little like he's almost like a weasley type of character you know yeah but he does a great job, and Toby Jones is a is a great actor. I haven't seen him much in anything. He I saw him in a couple episodes of Doctor Who, I think, and then uh, he's in Christopher Robin, one of my favorite he movies is? of all time. Yeah, he plays. I didn't know that. He would. He would. Yeah. He's Owl, I think. Oh, okay. So yeah, yeah I can see that. Yeah. yeah, I feel like he was in something else that I watched recently, but it doesn't matter. But he's really good, and <laughs> yeah. and, and so's uh, uh, Doctor Erskine. 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 I yes. Erskine. Erskine. Doctor Erskine. He's he's. He's great, and he's only in the first first act of the Half. movie. So yeah. it's like it's like uh, the one guy in the first movie in Iron Man. Oh, uh, uh, yeah. Ah, uh, 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 what's Jensen? Uh, Jensen? 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 Yeah. Yes. It's true. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. He's 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 he literally plays the exact same yeah, role. Yeah, he literally <laughs> plays Jensen like, as just this movie. throw him in there. <laughs> yeah. It's so so for Iron Man, it's Jensen. I don't think it's anyone for uh, the Incredible uh, Hulk. Yeah. I don't think there's one in there. Not, but not then, really. In uh, Thor, you have the hammer. He loses his hammer in the first act yeah. of the movie, and that forces him to change. And then in this one, it's <laughs> it's yeah, Erskine. It's Erskine. <laughs> but yeah, that's. The, I think the cast is great. Uh, the music, phenomenal job. Yes. Uh, Alan Silvestri, goaded. I think we talk, say that for like every movie that we've reviewed thus far. But I don't know. We we haven't really touched on a lot of the music aspects, but it's yeah, it's in there. It's like this this one, the patriotic theme of like Captain America that yes. that also that always gets you. And then yes. I I love Peggy's theme in it too. That's pretty good. Yeah, and yeah, uh, for sure. I don't know. Yeah. There's it's just a great soundtrack. I love <laughs> uh the uh Star Spangled Man, the one that they uh they play at <laughs> yeah, the yeah. Um, which fun fact. Is it the music is by uh Alan Menken and the lyrics are by David Zippel, who he uh he did the lyrics for uh Hercules and Mulan, the Disney movies. Oh, and he's just he's a really great uh lyricist, nice. and I really uh yeah, anyway, I just wanted to touch on that for a moment just because I love Hercules and I love Mulan, and he did the music I for did, the I lyrics for both of those. I didn't know that, yeah, well. At all, you learned something new today, uh, Wesley. Yep. You yeah, don't I learn did. Yeah, I did. Like <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But yeah, now that we've uh, touched on that, is there anything else we want to talk about? Because uh, we, uh, Christopher Marcus and Stephen McFeely, do a fantastic job with the screenplay. Yes, they do. I feel like this is probably one of the most, the strongest of the MCU movies that we watched to this date. We only watched yeah. four other ones. Uh, screenplay and story wise, then <laughs> yeah, you know, like. The others were good, but there were just bits. Of, that's personally my. I think it's yeah. built. Just them combined, it's just. I don't know. They as we can as as we move along into the other movies they do screenplay for. It's just it gets even better. It's yeah. It's, I mean, they they were handed Infinity yeah. War and Endgame, and yeah. like that's like that's like the top. <laughs> that's like. <laughs> They're they're gonna have trouble trying to replace them for this next yeah. uh, saga, but 
that's for another podcast. I don't know. Hopefully, hopefully, hopefully they come back. I don't know. I mean, they could, they, they could. could, and I, I wouldn't mind them bringing the Russo brothers back. Well, yeah, <laughs> I don't know. I they said they wanted to do Secret Wars, so they might come back for that. I mean, whatever it's called, I think. Uh, yeah, Secret. Secret oh wait, uh, I think Jungle, no Kang Dynasty or Secret Wars, because Secret Invasion one. is the TV show. So Kang, yeah, yeah, uh, Secret uh, Secret Wars and Kang Dynasty or Secret War, uh, not. Ah, that's the Avenger movie. movies that know. are coming up. Yes, yes. The in Phase Six, the second one is called. See, yeah, it's King. It's King Dynasty, and then, uh, Secret Wars. I think. I don't okay. Know. Maybe I'm. I think yeah. I'm wrong. Oh. Uh, oh, this article is from forever ago. I think I'm really wrong about that. I feel no. I, I feel know. like you're right because. Uh, we have uh i'll turn this up and post <laughs> so can yes Dynasty... avengers yeah secret wars secret and then secret wars. Wars. Okay. okay yes 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 yeah because they did want to i i heard in an interview or something they got interviewed and i heard they wanted to come back for that or like if there was a storyline they would come back for it would be that i think so yeah no yeah. i mean they're not going to come back for anything short yeah. of the yeah. avengers movie i feel like and Secret Wars would be interesting. You can't have them do Kang Dynasty. I feel like that one has to yeah. go to like uh, whoever's doing uh, the Ant Man movies, or they, like uh, anything Peyton that Reed. has to deal with. Yeah, Peyton Reed um, or the other. Or... There's another director who might come into the mix. A um, he's from Stranger. Oh, Sean Le- Levy. Le- okay, yeah, Sean Levy. Yeah, yeah, Levy. Uh, he's pretty good. He hasn't done a Marvel movie, of course. Yeah, no, yeah. There's also he's... talks about. Oh, I can't remember the name. I'm horrible with that. But uh, the guy who did Wakanda Forever, uh, Ryan Coogler, Ryan Coogler doing them too, which he could, yeah, wouldn't complain. They've done phenomenal yeah. work in that. But yeah. Christopher Market, or no, uh, the yeah. Russo brothers would also be great for that. <clears throat> but let's jump into Captain America <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> after that little tangent. <laughs> I got some background on the movie. Yes. So, yes, take it away. Um, so Captain America was first brought to the silver screen in a series of theatrical serials released in the 1940s. Later in the 70s, a pair of TV movies starring a Captain America was released. Then later in the early 90s, a movie was made, but it didn't get a theatrical release in the United States. But in the late 90s, Marvel started negotiations to make another Captain America film. However, disputes broke out over who owned the copyright to Captain America. And by late 2003, this dispute was resolved. A couple of years later, in 2005, Marvel obtained a large investment from Merrill Lynch, allowing them to produce a series of movies, a series of movies uh, of Captain America being one of them. Uh, this was the start of the MCU. And and uh, sorry, I lost my spot. Um. Oh my gosh. Sorry. Uh so yeah, the MCU this was the so this was the start of the MCU. Uh, John Favreau talked with the producers about a um a, a about directing the film as a comedy but eventually they decided he would be a better fit for Iron Man de- and development uh of the script was delayed due to the 2007 and 2018 2008 Writers uh, Guild of America strike. However, after the major success of Iron Man, Marvel announced this the movie would be released in 2011. In late 2008, Joe Johnson, the director of Jumanji and the and the Rocketeer, was hired to direct the film and 
the the film. Ryan Philippa and uh, John Krasinski and Sebastian Stan was uh, were all considered for the lead role before Chris Evans was finally cast prior to the filming beginning. Josh Whedon did a polish of the script to make more connections to the Avengers, which was scheduled to come out the next year. Upon the release, was it was well received by uh, critics, receiving an 80% on Rotten Tomatoes, and it ended up making $370 million worldwide. <clears throat> yeah, I remember hearing that uh, John Krasinski was in the works to, yeah, like after the fact. And so it's kind of hard to see him, but seeing him as, uh, you know, in like Jack Ryan, uh, those movies or those, sh- those shows or whatever, and then like The Quiet Place and everything, he plays a the very office. good The Office. He plays a very <laughs> good like, well, no, even in The Office, he, he yeah, comes yeah. off as approachable and really, you know, like kind of like an everyman, if you would, where he's just yeah. like, that's like, he looks like minus the big nose, but yeah. he looks like a normal dude, like you couldn't pick him out of a lineup, you know? And that's kind of how I feel like Captain America would be. Obviously, you know, blonde hair, blue eyes. It could it could have yeah, it could have been like he could have done it, but I don't know. Yeah, no, it, and I could I don't know what's what was the other actor? I've never heard of the actor. Uh, I have besides Sebastian. I've, I've heard it, of Sebastian, his name so. was I don't know his last name. It was like Ryan Philip something. I don't even know. It was like his name was Ryan. I don't even I don't even know him. So no <laughs> sorry sorry man no, sorry no, no. if you're listening if you're listening to this ryan sorry sorry we apologize <laughs> we apologize for not knowing your name ryan well there you go he can just be added to the shirt of uh <laughs> under <laughs> underappreciated uh characters of the <laughs> movies um but no i think they definitely <clears throat> they definitely nailed it with captain america or with chris evans yeah um I remember hearing that uh, he he like declined the roles a couple times. Yeah, he did because he didn't want the fame or whatever. But thank God that he uh, <laughs> accepted it. <'cause laughs> yeah. Otherwise, man, it would be a whole different world. Like if he yeah. if he wasn't Captain America, it would have been so weird. I don't know it. I, like I would say, yeah. Like we were just talking. Like if he didn't do it, I I would probably have John Krasinski do it. But I, there might be another actor too. I don't know who else. But man, I don't know. I mean, I mean, it's hard to like picture someone else in the role after he's been yeah. in it since 2011. Yeah. So yeah. just recently, and like what was yeah. it 2020, yeah. 2019, 2018. I guess 2018. Yeah, 20. Yeah, 2019. No, 2019. Yeah, 2018 was infinite. That's still. Yeah, man, it's been four years. Yeah. Wow. Anyway, that's crazy. Since Endgame is what we're talking about. But yeah, since Endgame. Yeah. Endgame. Yeah. But yeah, that's crazy. It's it's cool that they had Joss Wheaton also, you know, come over because that's that's really what makes this whole thing work is like the con- continuity yeah. across the films, like the Tesseract, which comes into Avengers yeah. and everything. And then, you know, like Howard Stark, Tony Stark's dad, you've heard about him, you know, from uh iron man so it's like this it was the first continuity. this was the first a um first infinity stone like focused on yeah like in the mcu so yeah and which first of many paid off the first again yeah like six years down the road yeah 
But yeah. Uh, so let's jump into the movie, uh, the opening scene. You're in. They don't really. Do they specify where you're at? I don't think so. It's just. It's like yes, snowy. yes. It's they in. Do. They do a uh, Tonsberg, Norway. That's 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 not the opening. No, wait, no, scene. The opening no. Scene. Sorry, yeah, sorry. No, no. Oh. I, I, I have that written down. That's no, not the sorry. opening scene though. Yes. The opening scene. Sorry, it's guys. Snowy. Sorry. I feel like sorry. it's probably like. No, you're good. Oh man, <laughs> you're yeah, that's uh, sorry, guys. I'm dumb. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. I feel like though it's probably like Canada or like yeah. Greenland, um, somewhere over there. Because he's heading for yeah spoilers, but you should have watched yeah. the movie. If you haven't watched the movie, pause it. Yeah, go watch it. Go watch it. If you haven't watched it in a while, pause it. Go watch it. If you haven't watched it at all, pause it and go watch it. If you just yeah. watch it, you're fine. But uh, it's probably Germany or not Germany. Lord have mercy. Uh, yeah. Greenland uh, Canada. or Canada up there somewhere because yeah, he's flying somewhere. from Germany across. Anyway, because he was he was going to New York down. So yeah, yeah, yeah. To, yeah. So I feel like it's probably. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. But it was kind of icy and stuff. So yes, it's snowy snow. and uh, we open up and the bright headlights are coming through. We see a guy in an orange jumpsuit thingy uh, go walking through snow and sleet. Um. Two guys pop out of the a car that pulls up to him. They're talking about uh, what they've what they've found, and uh, they come upon a huge wreckage uh, that's laying in the ice, is like trapped in the ice. And they cut open a hole and they explore down into it, and uh, they find this giant, massive block of ice that's just lying there. And one of the guys brushes away at it. And we see a bright red, white, and blue shield encased in the ice. And then we cut to black. And then we open up in Norway. But let's talk about this for a moment because yes. this is, you know, this is pretty crucial. It's the opening scene. Yes. Yes. What are it our is. thoughts? What are our thoughts? Because I really like so, it. I think it's, it's yeah. an interesting start. You don't it's, see anyone you recognize. Yeah. yeah, you don't. You really come into the movie kind of confused. Like I remember the first time watching this and I was like, what is like what? This is not the basis of the film. Like what? Yeah, huh? like who are these guys? This is not like present day. I, if you watch, like, if you like look at the cover of the film, like on DVD, or if you're watching it at home, like, you're like, what is this? Like, it's yeah. they're just like going into some kind of like enclosed area under the snow, it's just weird, something, but it, it was, it was kind of not freaky, but eerie, I guess. Um, and I I I I love that last shot before it cut to black of the shield just showing cap shield it's there it's that was pretty cool and then just how the the guys were talking and stuff it was just weird it was all weird yeah so, I don't know I think it's weird or not weird I think it's cool that they did that because yeah uh, one Captain America even though now he's like the face of the Avengers like all the comic books all the Avenger comic books Captain America's in it. <laughs> But before that, he was kind of, I don't want to sound like cold, cold or whatever, but he was kind of like a B-list hero, right? Like he's yeah, not, kind of. he wasn't, he wasn't huge in the comic books at least. And so like just cutting to the shield, like if you've read comic books, you know what that is. But if you don't, you're kind of confused probably. Yeah. Because you're like, yeah. what does that mean? Obviously, like the trailers and everything would have had the shield in it probably. Yeah. But I think it's kind of like a nod to like, Soon everyone's gonna know what this is because you'll watch the movie and you'll find out what it is. But like for those of you who don't, here's a little sneak or for those of you who already know, here's a sneak peek and this is let's yeah. get into it kind of thing. I just thought that was interesting. Yeah. 
But yeah, moving on, we open in, well, we don't open, but we head to Norway <laughs> in uh, 1942 to a little town called Tonsberg. Yes. And uh, we like come into like, is it like a church or something? But yeah, it's a church. That's what I yeah. thought. Um, but the the door blasts in and the Nazis run into it. Um, one of the guys dies and his head looks really nice for having a huge wall land on top of him. I, uh, yeah. I was like, we were, I was watching it with my family and I was like, his head would not look that nice after being, <laughs> having a rock smash onto it. But it was okay. We can't get he too was, dark he too quick. Came, yeah. He came running in and he, like, he just said like, they're coming. And then like, yeah. wall fell. <laughs> yeah. And then he dies. Our first casualty in the movie. Yes. But yeah, um, the soldiers are trying to push the lid off a sarcophagus and it's too heavy. But then a uh, dark figure appears and it's Johann Schmidt played by Hugo Weaving. We talked about already. And uh, he's a high ranking Nazi leader uh, and the head of Hydra. Um, he walks in and he just pushes the sarcophagus lid off, which was struggling for like six guys. And he just does it by himself. You know, maybe, a little, <laughs> maybe something to be uh, worried about. Hmm. But uh, Schmidt pulls out a cube uh, saying it's the, the jewel of Odin's treasure room and it's not something you bury but something you keep safe. And yes. so he drops it and it smashes to the floor. The caretaker refuses to uh, uh, tell uh, tell him anything. And I don't know if he was like, I can't remember. I feel like he just like looked kind of over towards it. I don't think he meant to like show him where it was. I don't know. This yeah, rundown says I he know. did. I don't think so. Like he just looked. I think he kind of looked. And I don't he know. didn't yeah. show him. It didn't show no. him. He didn't show yeah. him. But yeah, and then he finds the real cute uh, Tesseract and walks away, tells the guys to shoot the the uh, shoot the city anyway, even though he promised not to if he showed him where he was. Anyway, uh, so yeah, thoughts on the, uh, excuse me, Johann Schmidt reveal and everything. Yeah, Hugo Waving is just, he plays a good villain. I he he was just you already see like this scene alone you're like okay that's the bad guy like who else is gonna be the bad guy he's the bad yeah. guy in the movie so you already know um, but I really like a um, the this con this short interaction with the caretaker because like the caretaker says like it's not for man and we see like this first instance of an infinity stone well the tesseract but the infinity stone is in the tesseract mm -hmm. and like we have this like thing like oh this is actually like something like really important and like it's not for his eyes of course but uh i also like the last thing he said where like the caretaker said you will burn and red skull not red skull johan sorry oh yeah, it's not red spoiler, skull yeah. spoiler spoiler <laughs> if you oh, haven't watched sorry, the movie guys. we already told you go away yeah. go we don't want to hey, um, yeah, but Johan says I already have, and like you're like, okay, well that's kind of menacing, I guess. And yeah. then, and then zooms in in into his like a uh, hydra pin and stuff. And oh yeah, yeah, I forgot to mention. Too. Yeah, the caretaker yeah. eats it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he does. Sadly, I'll just shoot yeah. him. Underappreciated <laughs> character right there. <laughs> the <caretaker>. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I'm just I guess. kidding. No, I'm, I'm just kidding. He doesn't belong on the shirt. Get him out of <laughs> yeah, here. Yeah, he doesn't. He doesn't. Yeah, no, get sorry. him out of here. Sorry. But yeah, no, I really, I, man, this opening is really good. Um, I just think it's, I don't know, like, like you nailed it all. It's just like Hugo Weaving nails it. The, uh, it, it's just very, 
the stakes are already super high. You can tell. And like, man. Yeah. It's I don't got anything great. else to say. You nailed it all. <laughs> Sorry. Hugo it's a today. short. It's a, yeah, no. it's just a short. Scene no, it's today, a short so. scene. Hugo yeah. Weaving yeah. knows the screen and then he's out of yeah. here. Yeah. Take him. He is. The entire city down with him. <laughs> but yeah, then we cut to Brooklyn. Same time, same year. Um, Steve Rogers uh, is in a line of uh, young men waiting to enlist. And you can tell he's definitely sickly. And uh, yeah, he yeah. does not look like he uh, belongs in the army. And the doctor agrees. Uh, he looks over Steve's medical rector and um, he's got a ton of problems with him. And he just stamps that F4 stamp on him and he's heads him on his way. Um, find out that it's his fourth failed attempt to enlist. Um, then Steve heads to the movies because he's super depressed that he can't serve. Uh, yeah. They're showing a pre-show newsreel uh, that shows uh, that everyone's fighting. Good old Timmy. My family loved that. I love that. Yes, Timmy. <laughs> underappreciated. <laughs> <I'm just kidding. laughs> Timmy Sorry. is underappreciated. <laughs> it's true. He's kind of the MVP. He's the real MVP. Um. But yeah, then uh, then a uh, uh, bum starts yelling out of the screen to move on, get to the cartoon, and Steve tells him to shut up multiple times. And uh, the man turns around; he's quite large, much larger than Steve. And they yeah. head to the back alley. We just get a cut, like he stands up, turns around, and then we get to a cut where Steve's getting the crap beat out of him uh, in the alleyway. Um, he punches him multiple times. He pulls up a shield. Or a trash can, Steve does, a trash can <laughs> lid, and um, tells yes. him he can do it all day because um, the opponent won't stop punching him and Steve won't stop getting back up. James Buchanan Barnes yes. walks on in and uh, in short order dismantles the bully and he runs away. And uh, Bucky finds out that Steve was trying again. And yes. Yeah. And we also find out that Bucky's now an enlisted man. Um, and he was in the, to the 107. Yep. The 107. Yes. Yeah. And that's the end of the scene. We'll stop right there. So, yeah. So Steve is kind of skinny. And if you know the actor, um, a, uh, <laughs> he's uh, definitely not. He's not. He's not. Chris Evans is not a little skinny, uh, linky boy. No, so my one and only behind the scenes fact, I wish man, I had, I had the same facts. Oh, I was trusting man. on you to look up. Sorry. No, it's no. okay. <laughs> Go ahead. No. You do it. You do it. I'm doing the rundown. You can do the behind the scenes. Yeah. Action. Yeah. So the scenes with a pre-soldier, super soldier serum with Steve had to be shot at least four times. So scenes with the skinnier version of Cap required multiple shots. And uh, with Chris, Chris Evans acting normally, uh, with Evans acting in front of a green screen with the body double mimicking Evans' actions and without the character of Steve Rogers at all. So it was just like a whole thing, a whole operation. Yeah. It was crazy. And they pulled it off like yeah, decently well. So it's not no, like yeah. it was bad. So... Yeah. Some of them are a little shaky. You can yeah. tell like sometimes his arms look a little too long for his body, <laughs> but I mean, yeah. I think it looks, I think it looks great, especially for being, what is it now? Like 10 years old. Yeah. Uh, 11 years old. 11 years. Yeah. yeah. Like I think it's, it's really good. I think yeah. it's really, it's well, it's well done for sure. Yeah. No, I guess it's 12 <clears throat> years old this May. Isn't it? It's 2011, oh, yeah. 2022 now, 2023. 2023. Now. Yes. Yeah. 
Man, last year was oh. the uh, 10th year anniversary of Avengers. Anyway. Yes, it was. Neither here nor there. <laughs> but yeah, let's move on. Uh, I think I think this scene is it's it's great. We're not moving on. I yeah, I, forgot I can do this all day. I can yep. do this all day. Iconic line. Yes. But yeah, I think I think this scene is a really uh, well paced. It's in, it introduces you to Steve. Um, it ge- it shows you what he's all about. You know, he won't give up. He stands up for what he believes is right, and even if the guy's beating the crap out of him, it doesn't matter. Yeah, he, he can do it all day, like he says. Bullies don't matter. No, he doesn't like bullies, as we find out in this next scene. Yep. But yeah, Bucky and Steve uh, take a pair of girls on a double date to the World's Fair in Queens. Um, <laughs> we see our first look at Howard Stark, um, very much like his son, <laughs> as we watched. What was it? Yes. Three years ago uh, at uh, the the Stark Expo. Yes. But. Uh, He's showing them a flying car, which later plays into effect with uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., which is not canon, apparently, <laughs> which I'm still ticked off. That's not canon. Anyway, <laughs> was, was, was the first season is canon. OK, first season's canon. OK, <laughs> so somewhere. Anyway, we won't talk about that. That's <laughs> unnecessary. Steve breaks away from the group and goes to another recruiting station, planning on trying a fifth time. But Bucky catches up with him. And uh, he he tries to talk Steve out of it. He says no. And uh, well, no, he does. He does get talked out of it, doesn't it? Doesn't uh, it? not. No, no, not no, he really. no, no. I watched it an hour ago and I can't remember. Uh, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> Dr. Erskine, Erskine, good gosh, I'm sorry, is uh, listening in on their conversation. Yep. Um, Bucky walks away. Yep. Here it is. And uh, wishes him good luck on his latest application. And Steve heads in for his fifth physical. But uh, while inside, a soldier walks in, tells the uh, doctor to follow him. And Steve gets a little Sucks. he gets a little scared. Yeah, because, he does. Uh, and conveniently, there's a little <laughs> sign behind him that says line on your enlistment form can is not allowed. It's not it's yes. not it's frowned upon. Yep. But yeah, then Dr. Erskine, the K comes bef- after the S. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> it's uh, okay. he, he walks in and he uh, gives him one of my favorite lines. So you want to go overseas, kill some Nazis. I just love that line. I think the way uh, the Erskine, Erskine delivers it is just hilarious. And uh, yeah, uh, he he goes over all of Steve's priors applications on the file. And um Erskine to test his character by asking if he's insistent on applying for a military service is driven purely by the desire to kill people. Um, Steve reveals that he is not a killer, but does not like bullies regardless of their origin. He also shows little concern when Erskine reveals that he is German by birth. And uh, Erskine says he can uh, apply. So, yeah, so we see Dr. Erskine and yep. giving Steve a chance. And it's it's really it's really cool to see how Erskine has kind of hope for him. And we we see in the ne- in a, the next few scenes, we he relates to how Steve is 
and this just this this lanky guy just wanting to serve in the army and wanting to help the country even though he's not doing it the not well he's trying he's trying to he's trying he's at least trying so and i like i really like how dr erskine helps him out here yeah but i also like before the scene we see howard stark for the first time here and we kind of see him in his element we kind of see him a little bit in the iron man movie but not that much like in the first two iron man movies different actor too yeah different different actor too yes um but uh, I really like a um this version of Howard in this movie. He's he's kind of different. We get to see him kind of act a little bit more and um without the vision of a um his son of Tony Stark. Yeah, but I mean, so <clears throat> he's at, he acts a lot like Tony in this. So it's yeah. kind of like <clears throat> here's your here's the reason why Tony's kind of the way he is. But <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but yeah, yes. Uh, but I really like the one line, um, where Bucky and Cap uh, share a, uh, right before Bucky leaves, he's saying, don't do anything stupid until I get back. And then Cap says, how can I, uh, you're taking all the stupid with you. And that line comes back to bite you in the butt later down the line. Yeah. And it's so sad, but yeah, I love that line, but just, yeah, just, that's... just wait about 10 years and you'll, you'll find out why that scene kicks you in the pants. <laughs> Oof. yeah yeah but yeah i mentioned uh i mentioned uh before uh you had a few little internet trouble but i love the line that erskine i said it right that time uh says where he goes so you want to kill some nazis i just <laughs> I, the way stanley tucci delivers it i just thought is is so hilarious i think i honestly think on this scene stanley tucci does exactly what hugo weaving did in the first scene that he was in like you just yeah you fall in love with this character here and i think he does a great job yes but yeah so and scene moving on after this scene uh we go back to hydra um johan smith is uh bringing in the cube to arnim zola um his hydra weapon specialist who's played by toby jones we talked about at the beginning of the episode um, the cubes seemingly at limitless power enable Schmidt and Zola to power unstoppable guns and cannons. And, uh, this scene is very, very freaky, but, uh, Steve has been enlisted to basic training under the careful watch of Erskine and Colonel Chester Phillips played by Tom Lee Jones. Uh, he and his platoon are told that they are candidates for the government's latest super soldier program. Phillips is super unimpressed with Steve and is uh, very annoyed by Erskine's interest in him. And um, he, uh, Steve meets uh, Peggy Carter, Agent Peggy Carter, um, uh, by, played by Haley Atwell, um, and she seems to pity him quite a bit. Um, but Steve, uh, uh, he shows that he's not just uh, skinny, but he's also smart and wily and very, very gutsy during yep. the training. Yeah. He he gets the flag down off the pole uh, while on a run with everyone, and he also <laughs> jumps on a grenade uh, to protect his uh, yep. fellow comrades and everyone. Um, but Phillips is still uh, <laughs> still unimpressed <laughs> because um, he's still skinny. Yes, but uh, very skinny. Yeah, um, that evening uh, Erskine talks to Steve uh, before uh, he 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 tells him that he is. Uh, 
he's the decision to become the first uh, super soldier program, uh, you know, super soldier. Um, they have uh, they have schnapps together. Well, not really together, but Erskine reveals that this is not his <laughs> first time performing the experiment and talks to him about uh, Johann Schmidt and how they used to work together before Schmidt went completely cuckoo bananas. And um, Schmidt was uh, very intent on becoming the perfect human, but yeah. it, turned, it, it was not ready and turned <laughs> him into something terrifying that we'll later find out. About. Yes. But uh, Steve still agrees to go through with the procedure, even though he realizes that it might turn him into a uh, freaky creature without any hair <laughs> but yeah uh that's the scene we'll stop there before yes. moving on uh thoughts about yeah. this uh great training montage and yes uh, yeah <laughs> thoughts we we see the first look of uh peggy carter side yes. note the show agent carter is actually underrated i don't know people seen it well let the first season's underrated. Second yeah, season yeah. is not my favorite. Part. Yeah, 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 yeah. Not a lot of people it's, seen that. It's a Marvel show. It's it's on it Disney Plus if you have that. So yeah, yeah, it is on Disney Plus. So it's there. Um, if you ever have the time to watch it, it's it's interesting. Um, but uh, she enters um, and she punches a shoulder, and we all know she can uh, kick some butt too. So oh yeah, that's 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 good. Um, and Philip, ah, bruh. Phillips is so good. Tommy Lee Jones does so yeah. well flying him. There's in so case, many lines. There's yeah, so many lines that are so good. Uh, yeah. I haven't seen Tommy um, Lee Jones in much, but uh Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> That's all I'll say. Yeah. He was he's yeah. great in this one though. So he he like when he says we have the best men and he looks over to Steve and that look he gave him, it's just yeah. hilarious. It's hilarious. I, he he's not just a great uh you know he he doesn't just act with his like words yeah. or, but his yeah, facial expressions his are also amazing and you don't get a yeah. lot of that sadly in the mcu there's very few uh no. characters who have great facial expressions um yeah him and probably right now him and uh robert downey jr are the best at acting with their face but yeah. that's neither here nor there moving on go ahead um but we also uh, see in the montage we see the famous scene with him knocking down the flagpole and we see that actually come back too in this more like in the second movie too when well i'm not gonna say anything about the second movie but we'll get to the second movie in a minute yeah but <laughs> yeah but minute. that we see we see that come back in a flashback but it's just i i kind of like the the we see he's smart there like you said and yeah. he and we also see his selflessness in the grenade exercise also so we see he has heart to heart to himself and um we also see that i love the scene this scene where erskine <clears throat> erskine and um him are together and just having a talk before a um before he's experimented on i guess uh, the next day and we see why Johan here. I like how they explain it here at the beginning of the story. And we see how Dr. Erskine worked with Johan and then like, yeah, all that happened. And, and I like how he said the one line, he said, good becomes great and bad becomes worse. And he emphasized like the serum amplifies everything and yeah. how like, just because you're like, well, if you're good, then you can be 
the line simply yeah. that <laughs> and and um johan was bad so yep yeah yeah <laughs> well i think it also i think it also speaks to the intentions because like he said yes. Urs, uh schmidt wanted it for yeah. power and steve just wants to stop bullies yeah. that's yeah. so like that too it amplifies that but yeah i had that line written down uh the man was not ready just the the serum was not ready, but more importantly, the man I thought was also a really good one. Excuse yeah. me. But uh, yeah, I have that one written down. And I also have the line, you must promise me whatever happens tomorrow, you will stay who you are. Not a perfect soldier, but a good man. And that's why, that's why, what's his name? Hodges was turned down. The the bully. Well, not the bully. Well, yeah, he was yeah. a bully. And uh, because uh, he was, he was a, he was a perfect soldier, but he wasn't a good man. Yeah. But uh, yeah, uh, I love that. Um, again, Zola and uh, Schmidt back at the very beginning of the scene were. Oh yeah, Forgot it's terrifying. That. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Really is like obviously yeah. it's a it's a superhero movie, so like the bad guy's gonna get it usually. Yeah. Not so much now with Marvel, especially with this upcoming Ant Man and Wasp movie. But in in this <laughs> day and age, 2011, it's a superhero movie. It's gonna get resolved by the end, especially yeah. with origin stories. So. But uh, yeah, I just this whole thing was great. Like you said, Tommy Lee Jones kills it. Uh, Haley Atwell in this kills it as the you know the the boss of the guys. You know, I think that's <laughs> it's so great. And yeah, I think uh, all in all, this especially this scene where they're talking over the schnapps. Also, where uh, Erskine goes, wait, what am I doing? Like you, <laughs> you're having a procedure. <laughs> yeah, you can't. Can, like, can, hey, drink. Yeah. Well, we'll eat it after. Too. We'll, we'll drink it he... after. Yeah, <laughs> what do you mean? I'm not having a procedure. I'll drink it now. Drink it out. What are you talking about? That's just, it's so funny. Uh, but yeah, I have a little, uh, a little tidbit myself. So uh, originally cameos were set uh, for Hugh Jackman and, uh, or no, it wouldn't have been Hugh Jackman. It would have been uh, James. Oh no, it would have been Hugh Jackman uh, as Wolverine and Magneto wow. to appear in the in the at the uh at the world war ii training camps because uh logan would have been a soldier during world war ii and oh, uh, yeah and magneto would have been in an internment camp because he was uh from germany so but they were scrapped because of you know the rights between fox and Marvel. yeah they were they yeah. Weren't. but now if they wanted to make Captain america they could have done it but the continuity, though, uh, that would be tricky. <laughs> yeah, because then be, they would be expected be to be in like a yeah, yeah. That would just be fun. yeah, that would be tricky. Yeah, it would be too much. But <laughs> yeah. I, I think that would have been cool. Like you could yeah. go back now on Disney Plus and just put them in. <laughs> 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 no, they won't hey, do that. But yeah, maybe if they make like a Earth whatever eight one whatever. Well, Hugh Jackman is coming back as Wolverine. He so, is. Yeah, he is. Deadpool. So, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll figure out how that works. We'll, I'm kind we'll of see. excited for that. <laughs> yeah, me too. I I don't know what they're gonna do, but me I hope neither. it's good. I, it, it it'll be good. I mean, Ryan Reynolds yeah. is yeah, got it taken care of. But yeah. Anyway. Anyways. <laughs> so so far we've talked about uh, <laughs> King Dynasty Avengers and Secret yeah. Wars. We've Everything about in the future. <laughs> X Men, Deadpool, and man, now we're just Ant Man and the Wasp, Quantumania, multiple times. Yeah. But uh. <laughs> Anyway, the following morning, Steve and Peggy uh, wind their way through Brooklyn and come to stop in front of an old antique shop. Um, Steve points out 
which is probably one of my favorite scenes. I like have a lot of favorite scenes in this movie. Yeah. Um, but parts in Brooklyn where he's been beaten up behind <laughs> that diner in that alleyway <laughs> right there. <laughs> but um, he he responds that uh, he never runs away because he thinks that uh, it's an invitation for further harm and abuse. But they go into the antique shop and the old woman behind the register. Um, they Underrated. Tasks. Underrated. Underrated. Yes, it's true. We should put the. I don't know. She's like. I mean, the, she's kind of a bad butt, you know. Yeah, Without, she is. She she takes uh, uh, Richard Armitage to the the dry cleaners, kind yeah. of. Not really, but you know what? <laughs> Fred. 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 Uh, I don't like Fred. Fred. Oh, is that his name? I couldn't remember. That's his name. That's yeah. his name. Eh. Fred. Anyways, uh, what a what a bugger. I'm trying to find the the lady who uh I don't know. I don't know. Gets shot up. Does she have a name? I don't I mean, probably no, not. I don't think I don't think she probably does. She's uh, that she, would, No, I don't think so, but I'm trying to I can't find I, her anywhere. She wasn't a It would be It, it would be, be weird. I don't know. Where is she? Okay, well, I'm not going to be able to find her, I don't think. Sadly, well, she needs she needs credit here. She does need credit. She's she she, she dies with the best of them, man. Yes. I'll tell you what. Oh, um, yeah. sorry for this guys. It's great audio, really. Just yeah. me sitting here scrolling through IMDb. Yeah. <laughs> guys, we we want to know this woman's name. This woman is deserving, okay? She it, is it, it's true. Like we are uh we're here. Oh, here we go. Amanda Walker, antique store owner. Um let's go. She's been married to the same guy since 1960. Wow. She's also Respect. a Scottish uh actor. Ooh, wow. So yeah, she's done stuff up until 2022, so she's still alive. Amanda Walker, if you're listening to this, we loved your performance in Captain America. And we yes. mean that uh with all our heart and soul where this is not comedy and um she has one child she's 87 wow and, uh, she's still kicking around yeah she's been in uh tv shows like Midsummer murder midsummer murder and perot the uh, sense eight i don't know what that is but uh she's been in uh, movies like uh the big man don't know what that is pollyanna in 2003 captain america the first avengers obviously a league of their own from 1992 she's been in uh yeah lots of stuff so nice. respect ma'am respect <laughs> yes wow, that sounds great but uh yeah <laughs> amanda walker <laughs> is her name <laughs> yeah okay okay sorry guys we just we need we need hey, to we, do we had to get respect okay yes yeah it's our job to bring you uh information and uh the information yes. i bring is important such as amanda walker's name she's she exchanges those passcodes with Haley Atwell like no one's a business. Um, umbrella, <laughs> umbrella, umbrella. Yes. Anyway, we yeah. <laughs> we go down to the back of the military bunker, or we go to the back of the antique shop where there's a military bunker. Um, and Erskine is preparing the med- <laughs> medical capsule with Howard Stark, and Colonel Phillips is uh, hanging out with all the senators and annoying people as such. <laughs> and Fred. And Fred. <laughs> Fred. <laughs> that's such a like that's a, such a bad guy name it Fred. is yeah 
<laughs> like, well, okay, his name's not really Fred though. In the uh, in the isn't? credits, he's oh, uh, oh yeah, Heinz Kruger. So, okay. I don't know. Oh well, but, it's probably his disguise. It's probably no, it's it's, it's a his, disguise. Yeah, because he's yeah, got to be disguise. American. Yeah, he's yeah, not yeah, 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 yeah. Germans were not treated well, even if they yeah. were good people. <laughs> anyway, <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> that was a whole problem. Anyway, <laughs> Steve removes his shirt and he sits down in the capsule. Um, starts describing what the procedure uh will uh first mean that uh, that the procedure will first mean injecting muscle regenerators into Steve's muscles. And then be bombarded with Vita rays, um, which I kind of want to know. Is that like what they called gamma rays before? Because like we know like Hulk was trying to reproduce it, right? Yeah. So were gamma rays what Vita rays were? Like, uh, probably. Maybe? I don't know. I don't know. Or, I don't know science stuff that much. So I don't either. I I, I think it's all like fake science because like. Well, uh, gamma's not fake. Or is it? No, I mean, I mean uh, yes, I know. But like yeah. Vita just sounds. Yeah. yeah. Vita kind of sounds fake here. Uh now I'm gonna look at Vita Rays <laughs> too. That's actually true. Guys, Vi- we are a science podcast now, guys. We are. Okay. Uh the first thing that pops up is Vita Rays and 616 in MCU Marvel Reddit. And then Marvel Cinematic Universe.fandom.com. Okay. Well, I think it's fake, probably then. Um, so. Oh, it's what Anton Vanko uses, apparently. Oh. Yeah, Vanko is oh. I think so, that's yeah. So it's well, mentioned in the Incredible Hulk, and then it's used in Captain yeah. America: The First Avenger. It's also used in Agent Carter. Yeah. Okay. So I uh, think that's. I think I remember that now. Actually. Yeah. So yeah, it's not the same as Gamma, but bro, it's those little things. Wow. Hey, we wouldn't know that if we didn't look hey. that up, guys. We wouldn't know that. So, and this is from the. We wouldn't uh, remember. It, so no, it's from the MCU wiki. So um, I trust yeah. that, even though it is like fan, but a lot of fans are more dedicated to that stuff than me. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> so they uh, they shoot him up with Vita Rays, and then uh, that's how he becomes Captain America. Uh, yeah. Erskine has made no secret of the plan. Uh, pain St- well has made no secret of the pain steve will endure but promises he'll come out stronger literally and uh you know yeah yeah uh, <laughs> carter uh bids steve good luck and then joins philip up in the viewing chamber um also during this they're introduced to fred like who's th- does yes. does erskine is erskine uh or is it the senator who meets it's fred, the senator who introduces uh, well, fred to yeah the colonel. to phillips yeah okay to phillips I couldn't remember, but I remember Fred was uh, played by Richard Armitage. Because who, because Erskine knows who he is, I think. I think. Because that look he gave him, like, in a minute, like, it seemed like Erskine yeah. knew who he was. So, yeah. Yeah, but also, if Erskine knew, why would he not warn everyone? Or no, you what? met... You met... Well, he, didn't, he didn't see him. Who, he didn't see him until yeah, it was too late, right? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I thought you meant like he saw him. I couldn't remember if he saw him before the thing, but no, no. Yeah. Anyway, Steve gets clo- enclosed in the uh, capsule um, after getting shot with uh, what penicillin? was that? Penicillin. Yeah, that's- <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't that wasn't so bad. So bad. <laughs> <laughs> Said that at the same time as Windows. Anyway, uh, uh, they get it up to about seventy percent, and then Steve screams in pain, and uh, Erskine tells him to shut it down. He won't shut it down. 
And Steve says he can continue with it. They get up to 100, and then the capsule shuts down. Steve comes out, and he has grown and is also a beefy boy now. Yes. <laughs> jacked. He is uh, jacked. Everyone is shocked, and everyone is so happy that it happened. A few things I want to talk about before we continue on here, so we'll pause right here. Is that I love the the look that Steve gets when he sees Stark, and he he's kind of like you you your car didn't work. <laughs> is this gonna work on me? Did you see that? Yeah. Like when he yeah. was walking around, he goes, oh, yeah, yeah. he's <laughs> like so a little bit. He's like, and then and then Stark says, "We'll be ready as we'll ever be." Like he's that's like not, that's not you know. uh, making me quite uh, yeah you know. optimistic. Yeah. <laughs> But also one more thing, when he gets uh, the super soldier serum injected and his eyes like, you know, like grow, not grow, but like they go like yeah, really big. I just did a visual thing for a podcast that didn't really work, but like his eyes like shoot open. It kind of reminds me of when like from the Incredible Hulk where Bruce Banner, when Hulk starts coming out and he just like gets yeah. the eyes. I just sure. I didn't know if that was supposed to be intentional or whatnot, or if that's just how movie people indicate pain. But I just thought it was. A nice callback, intentional or not. <laughs> true. That is but true. Yeah. So everyone's celebrating, uh, but the dignitary from Germany, who's actually Heinz Kruger, not Fred, but yeah, <laughs> he stays behind and then gets up. Uh, he places a little like, I don't know if it was like a cigarette, a cigarette case or something on the uh, chair. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was something. Yeah, I feel well, like it, it was would a make bomb. Sense. It was a bomb. Yes, so. it was a bomb. But it looked like a <laughs> cigarette a case, and it would make sense if it was because it's a lighter that ignites it, yeah. so it kind of like goes together. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, but he he pulls out the 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 lighter and he blows up yeah. the facility, causing a distraction. And then he grabs the last vial of super soldier serum. Yes. Um, he kills guards and shoots Erskine twice, and then takes off. Peggy follows, and then Steve goes up to Oof. Erskine, who doesn't say anything. He just points to his heart, and then Steve gets out of there and pursues. Yes. Excuse me. My goodness. Kruger in the streets. Peggy's following him, shooting uh, at the car. He has a getaway driver. Uh, Kruger. Well, first Kruger does shoot up Amanda Walker. Um, yeah. Rest in peace, ma'am. Uh, but uh, R.I.P. Yes. And then he gets out. Uh, sh- <laughs> Peggy shoots his getaway driver. He gets out, steals a taxi, and then takes off. Uh, he about He's about to hit Peggy when Steve runs in the nick of time, knocking her out of the way. She's kind of ticked. She says, I had him. And he just takes off going, sorry. <laughs> he kind of looks like a deer who's just learning how to walk, like from Bambi. Yes. Yes. <laughs> he's like, I'm still getting used to running at, what is it, Mark yeah. 10 or something like that. I don't know. <laughs> But uh, there's a chase, car chase. He jumps on top of the taxi eventually. and um, Not really car chase, though. Not really a car no. chase. Well, I mean, Steve's chasing a car. So is it a yeah, car chase? Because he's chasing a car. He is a car. Yeah. He's not in a car. So is it technically a car chase? Yeah. It's a human chasing a car. Yeah. Human. Uh, what would that? Well, that is a good question. Technically, <laughs> it's two humans, one chasing after another. So technically, it's a human chase. But... I don't know. That's, yeah. a, that's a good know. question. That's a good question. Yeah. That's a good question. They're, yeah, I don't they're, know. They're chasing after each other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Steve eventually uh, crash. The cab gets crashed, and uh, the the uh, what's his name Kruger 
yeah. grabs a Fred. child who <laughs> I think is Timmy, to be perfectly honest. It could be. I don't know. There's not that many kids in New York City yeah. or Brooklyn, I guess. Um, I think it's the it's the one kid at the very end, too. I think it's that kid, too. Who's at playing the with the very end of, Yeah, at the very end of the movie. The could last be. shot of the movie. That makes sense. I think it's that kid, maybe. I don't know. Actually, it's technically not the last shot of the movie because the last shot of the movie is well, yeah. But the last but shot like, of 1950, yes, 40 something, yeah. yeah, yeah. Whenever World War II ended up, yeah. Uh, but yeah, uh, Kruger grabs a kid and then throws him into the water, and then he it's gets whip. into, yeah. yeah, I love that line. Uh, <laughs> go get him. I can swim. Way to go, Timmy. <laughs> but uh, <Yes. laughs> but uh, he uh, Kruger jumps into a submarine and Steve dies in after him. He punches a hole right through the cockpit of the sub, pulls Kruger to the surface, and Kruger tells Steve that he is the first of many and that he they may yes. cut off one head, but two more will take its place. Cracks open a cyanide capsule and uh, yells, Hal Hydra, and dies. And that's where we'll end the scene. Yes. Before we move on to later things. just gotta just gotta say at the, near the beginning of the scene uh peggy's aim uh, her shot aim her aim for a gun is pretty good killing that one guy in the car pretty good yeah that um, one shot one kill yeah um and then and then steve we get to see steve's his first ability here his super speed a um his his he, he's not the flash of course but for like for this it's pretty insane like just coming into effect and yeah. we see how and i like how we see like the realist realistic side of it like he like crashes into a building into like a store too and like of course he just got his powers like, yeah all of it like we he just got everything so like it's not like he's well not i was gonna say invincible but yeah I don't, he's, he's, <laughs> he's pretty much yeah, yeah i mean he yeah. can die <laughs> yeah um but. yeah uh but <laughs> the only the one thing about the cgi here when like he's on the cars and stuff like you can see a little bit i this was the first time when i watched back here um now i kind of saw this cgi a little iffy here but that was like the first time it, first thing i saw with the cgi uh up to up until now into this part that was like the first thing with the cgi i saw was kinda yeah iffy, no yeah this but, scene definitely has yeah. some iffy cgi i noticed that as well <laughs> but yeah um and then cut off one head two more shall take his place just that line is pretty key at least in yeah i don't know it's not really like it's like this movie goes into it a little bit and then captain america 2 goes into it but agents of shield like if you watch yeah. that show that's a big thing so yeah with hydra because hydra is the main force of bad in that show so i don't know why we talk about we're talking about shield so much but captain america is a part yes and it's because uh these early ones really play into shield a lot more than we currently do and uh, well yeah shields (laughs) not anything anymore so nope but yeah um yeah I, i love the chase scene like you said the cgi is a bit weak in some parts but overall i think it's great um i love the little kid that line (laughs) <laughs> makes me laugh every time. Go get him. I can swim. I can like, swim. I'm doing my Yay. little part to stop the Nazis by being able to swim. <laughs> but uh yep. yeah. Uh but yeah, I just mm. think it's uh yeah. Um 
yeah, uh, who, who's the guy? Richard Armitage uh, does a great job. Uh, he's really kind of nasty in this, even though it's a very, very tiny part, but still does a fantastic job, I think, in my opinion. But yes. But yeah, uh, the submarine was actually really cool too. But also, yeah, it looked like got a... to see anything. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, meanwhile, Schmidt and Doctor Zola are visited by a trio of Hitler's top commanders. Uh, they're telling Schmidt that they're gonna shut down, uh, shut down the. Uh, Hydra. What is it called? Division. The Hydra Division. The Hydra. Yeah, that's what it's called. Yeah, yeah. I was yeah. trying to. I thought like the whole thing. <laughs> they're Nazis. Yeah. It's uh, anyway. Not Hydra, but the Hydra division and are making fun of him for uh, obsessing with magic and the occult. And they playfully refer to him as the Red Skull, uh, named that infuriates Schmidt. Uh, he takes uh, the three to his weapons lab where he's uh, going to demonstrate an energy weapon. But little do they know <laughs> that he's going to demonstrate them on them. Yes, he's going to demonstrate them it on them. Uh, yes. One notices that there's a strategic map of Europe dotted with targets and notices that Berlin is one of them. And they yell at Schmidt, but Schmidt just mows them down with that uh, energy gun thing. Yes. But yeah, now that he's uh, he's kind of taken over, he just wants he wants power. And that's basically what's driving him, as all great villains do. Uh, the following day, Phillips and Carter pick up the remains of Dr. Erskine's lab. I said it right again. Wow. Uh, I'm getting I'm getting better. Nice. At that. That's <laughs> good. I thought I had said it wrong and then I don't think <laughs> I did. Both are uh kind of sad because the only person capable of producing the serum was Erskine. Steve is eager to go to the yep. front lines of the European theater, but Phillips would rather have him be a lab rat than a soldier. Steve Oof. is approached by the senator, a senator holding a newspaper of the prior day's event and saying that he could be a uh celebrity and that the <laughs> senator has an idea that will be mutually beneficial so uh one thing i thought that i wanted to say and now i can't remember what it was yeah i don't remember anyway moving on <laughs> I'll cut that part out. let me uh make a note of that that it needs to be cut out one <clears throat> no go ahead sorry one a uh one thing <laughs> Well, after they killed the three commander, the top three commanders, and after Johan kills the top three commanders at the Hydra base, you just see him say, of course, like, hell Hydra, and then three shot to, like, three random dudes on the side of the room. Just say El Hydra, like yeah, it's like salute him. I mean, yeah, you don't even you don't even see him. I don't think you even see him. It's like I didn't I didn't there. notice they were there. Yeah, they were yeah. just like, oh look. <laughs> We're here simply so we can repeat Hail Hydra. Yeah, and then and then and then Zola's like freaking like traumatized in the corner. Like, what? Well, wouldn't you be? You're a uh, you're yeah. uh, what is it? An accessory to uh, what is yeah. it called when uh, treason? You're accessory to treason, yeah. basically. Oh, it's um, one of the most evil human beings in the world. But and, yeah, <laughs> and then we see we see that. A um Steve's genetics can't really uh replicate this at least right now. You can't really replicate the serum because of course Erskine's dead now. Yeah. Um. So can't really reproduce it at all. So Steve's the only one. So yes, that was the that was the one thing I wanted to talk about was yeah, the yeah. his line where he went, 
you think you have enough or something like that when they're yeah. draining the blood from them. It was just kind of <laughs> funny. But yeah, uh, yeah, and that's what basically spins off a lot of problems in phase two and three is like, yeah, well, even prior to this movie, like with the Hulk, that's what he was trying yeah. to replicate. And like Winter Soldier program and everything that comes yeah. down the run is like obsessing with re- yeah. recreating Captain America and you just can't do it. And can't do it. Sorry, man's can't. doesn't work like that. You can't do it. Yeah. Gotta but create Steve, your own thing. <laughs> be create, become your own superhero. Stop trying to cop. Yes. Gosh. There can only be one Captain America. Be lab rat man. I don't know. <laughs> and technically now you don't even need the super soldier serum to be Captain America because Falcon's Captain America now. So that is true. Guys. Jeez. He has wings, he, but he does have wings. So. It's true. He has wings. Steve has super strength and super speed and super good looks and yeah everything <laughs> anyway anyway uh steve is enlisted into the uso shows and travels around the midwest promoting war bonds and performing musical numbers in a red white and blue costume that seems eerily <laughs> similar to the comic books i don't know maybe they're trying to hint at something yeah uh, but he takes the name captain america and the show includes a theme song written specifically for him featuring dancing girls and a short segment where he punches out hitler played by an actor it's not really hitler in case you were wondering yes the, the synopsis wanted to make it very clear yes uh, <laughs> captain america Somehow, how that would not be possible <laughs> no the movie not? wasn't filmed back the movie wasn't filmed back then <laughs> i mean it could be there i don't know i don't know uh, captain america becomes an overnight success spawning comic books and black and white movies his antics drum up revenue for the u.s oh Steve is soon taken overseas to Italy where he continues to, in- well, he, where he tries to entertain the troops. And upon his arrival, the surly and ward torn men tease him, moon him, and tell him to get lost or fruit at him. And he, he feels yeah. sad. They want just, they just want the girls, which is understandable because they've been yeah. overseas for a while and probably have never seen a woman again in that span of time. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> and because what happened right before that, too, with the well, division. Yes. Yeah, yes, that too. it's true. Uh, uh, (laughs) he's soon met by agent carter who along with phillips is overseeing the european theater of the war she tells him that the men aren't happy because many men from their division the 107th infantry have been kidnapped or killed in battle steve realizes that this is bucky's division and quickly runs to see phillips um very demanding and uh phillips is unable to find bucky's name on his casualty list and tells steve to go back to his job as a movie star and a cheerleader and actually, that's not correct. He he tells him that the name sounds familiar because he's been writing cards to families that say their yeah. sons are lost. Yeah. Um, anyway, Steve asks Carter where the men and Bucky are being held. And she shows him a map and a known Hydra weapons, weapon factory 30, 40 miles behind enemy lines. And Steve, <clears throat> Steve quickly jumps into battle. Um, <clears throat> excuse me, guys. He pulls on a pair of army pants and a leather jacket over his Captain America costume and steals a blue helmet with a white A stamped on the front from the USO show. And he's ready to drive all the way to Hydra's backyard, but Peggy tells him she has a better idea. So Howard Stark flies them both over the battlefield, and Steve surmises that Stark and Carter have a relationship and bashfully withholds his feelings for her. (laughs) And they begin taking fire, and Steve parachutes in, which... After that time, 
must have ended pretty badly because he never does it again in any movie that he's in. He always just jumps out without a yep. question. Anyway, that one. That's um yeah. Seven. Uh, so we see here. Wow, I said I only had one behind the scenes fact, and I have another one. Oh, I ran down. So whoa, sorry okay. guys, okay. I lied. Sorry guys, I lied. I I I, I kind of lied there. So I have another one somehow but a uh so that comic that people were reading in the montage was the very first captain america comic which came out in 1941 in real life so i thought that was pretty cool so you know like adding like for comic fans out there watching this movie i bet that would have pleased a lot of those guys a lot of those people and uh yeah i think that would have been a bright spot to the movie for them um, for the first time watching this movie for the first time that I don't know how many people have the comic still, but, or have yeah. it, but yeah. Um, or have read it, <clears throat> but, um, uh, yeah, we see a, um, Peggy talking to Steve and uh, their convo and we see Steve, uh, he's a very talented, uh, drawer with the, a, a monkey he drew and, uh, <laughs> um, but, uh, we see like Peggy uh, smacking some sense into Steve. Um, do you want to be a lab rat or a dancing monkey? <laughs> yeah, she's uh, not. She's not ready for him to give up. Like, yet. yeah, he want. Yeah, because of course Steve is meant for more than those two things. Um, but a uh, we so they go to Phillips, of course, and. Yeah, I really like like the end of that scene with the Phillips with Phillips because a um we see uh, Steve walk away and then Phillips says if you have something to say keep it to yourself and we see Peggy looking at the map and like like it's just like okay Peggy knows like he's gonna go of course uh, yeah yeah um and uh, yeah and so. Howard just flying them and the one line where he says so are you two do fondue <laughs> it's like yes okay. <laughs> I love how oblivious he is yeah he's so oblivious <laughs> so funny um but yeah it's I don't know I I really like that short convo with Peggy um by the stairs I that's uh I I like that scene with them together but I don't know that's the only thing I yeah, those are the things that I had. So, yeah, real quick, I want to. I was I was researching while you were talking about. I was yeah. listening as well. I was not ignoring you, but I I researched it on eBay, and you can buy the cover of that original Captain America comic for a grand yeah. total of sixty thousand dollars. Wow! So, in case you were wondering, that's if you want if you want to buy the cover, um. That's what that is. And you can, this guy, it's, it's the same guy. He's also selling like individual pages for like $450. So you can, wow. like, you can dole out a bunch of your cash for the individual pages for the comic if you want, but, or you can just read it for free on Marvel Unlimited. I mean, it's, you have to subscribe, <laughs> but uh, yeah, you could also do that. So yeah, uh, I might have to. It is on digital though, so it's yes, I know. It, it, there's different between reading it on digital and holding the comic in your hand, but 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 you it know, saves the you. Cost. Yeah, it cost. saves you five fifty nine 
thousand nine hundred ninety nine dollars. So anyway, um, but yeah, I I love this. I love this scene. I love how we're slowly getting like a more comic, like a more comic booky uniform because I know that's one a major gripe they had about like some of like the early superhero movies or like the the Netflix TV shows where it's like. We're getting the superhero, but not really because they're wearing like street clothes or whatever. Or like with this one, he's wearing like pants and like the leather jacket. And like you get the 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 A on the helmet, but it's also a military helmet. And so yeah. slowly and slowly we're gonna get more more comic book. It's still not super comic book accurate because it's super dark colors, but it's not one of my biggest grips. But yeah, uh, the, these scenes are these scenes are great, and I love the 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 plane between Stark and Carter and uh, Captain America. The so do you too, fondue, like you said. <laughs> that's it's so great. <laughs> but um, yeah, yeah, and also we've already talked about it. But if you want more uh, Stark and Carter, the TV show, yes, has more Stark has TV more Carter show. in it. Yeah, has a lot more Carter. We're propaganda in we're we're pushing, we're pushing <laughs> the the TV show to yes. so go watch it. If Just guys... watch the first watch the first season. Don't watch the, the first season. season. Like, yeah, like, I, I watched like like go ahead. Sorry. I, I I was just gonna say the second season is okay, but like the first season like lays it out and just see like you see more of her life as like a not a detective, but I don't know, just a secret agent, yeah. An agent, an agent, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I watched the first two episodes of season two, and I was like, "I'm done. I'm done." I watched the first. Season I watched two, it. Was really I watched it on TV. So, oh, yeah, okay. Lame claim to fame. No, not lame claim to fame. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Small claim to fame. I was meant yeah. to say not lame claim. Just Sorry, like, that's really me. Just like all the Shield episodes too. So, most of the Shield episodes. I I, I was late to the party with those two. Anyway, <laughs> back to Captain America. <laughs> Not Agents of Shield or Agent <laughs> Carter. Why? How many times? That, dude. Yeah, oh my gosh. Someone needs to keep track and then email it to us. Yeah. The movie yeah, management yeah. podcast at gmail.com. Email us. Yeah, please email us. But one line that I had uh, uh, written down here as well uh, during the USO show, like where he's like trying to get, they're like, bring back the girls already. He's like, I'm going to need a volunteer. And someone goes, I already volunteered. How do you think I got here? <laughs> I just, I cracked I up. That was. That. That was yeah. like one of the lines that made me laugh out loud because I didn't remember it. Like some of these I'm like, oh yeah, yeah. that's a good line. I remember that and ma- made me laugh the first time. But that was one that I remembered. Also, who thought it was a good idea to send Captain America overseas to like perform for the guys? Do you think that's going to yeah. like really rally? Like I was kind of like, uh, yeah. who thought it was a good idea? Like the Come ladies, on. yes, they'll be entertained by that yeah. because they're men. But like Captain America, really? He's just like Cap. Cap is just like there to promote everything. It's yeah, like, like they can't yeah. even buy war bonds. They don't have any money. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they don't. Have money. Yeah, it doesn't even make sense. Like, what? <laughs> yeah, I thought that was a bit odd. But hey, they got him over there so he could go. It's kind of like a cheat code to get him over to the seas. But yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, he he he's he's over in the Hydra base now. So uh, Schmidt and Zola are yes. manufacturing the weapons to wipe out every capital in the world uh, while Steve is sneaking in. And we find out that they didn't kill the people. They simply kidnapped them because they needed yes. slaves. 
Steve makes his way to the holding cells where we see hundreds of imprisoned men from the 107th. He frees the men and tells them to make a messy exit under the leadership of the Howling Commandos, Dum Dum Dugan, who's also in Agent Carter, but that's that is true. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, they, the prisoners <laughs> manage to overpower their captors, steal the guns and the tanks, and escape from the facility, destroying quite a lot of it. Steve watches uh, Schmidt watches Steve on the security cameras and quickly realizes that he must be the man who took the super soldier serum, and he's immediately enraged. And uh, he quickly activates the self-destruct to the base, and uh, he heads out. And Zola's very upset because he has a bunch of, you know, not yes. yeah, Zola. A bunch of his stuff is still in the facility, so he runs to take yeah. care of that. Um, Steve makes his way to the facility and hap- uh, well, first he sees Zola running out with all his stuff, and so he runs yeah. in, and he sees a map with a bunch of stuff, like on the wall, like which Steve must have either he had photo photographic yeah. memory to begin well, with, or the super soldier serum gave him. It's probably the serum. I don't know. We don't really see a thing because we don't don't. see it. We don't see things like before he, like when he was younger and stuff. So it's probably the serum. One would assume, but yeah. Uh, Yeah. And then he runs over, he finds Bucky and he frees him. And uh, they have a nice funny exchange where Bucky's shocked to see him. And he goes, I thought you were smaller. (laughs) (laughs) What happened to you? I joined the I army. Joined the army. <laughs> so funny. <laughs> but uh, it was nice to have a little bit of lightheartedness before we get yeah. to the really creepy part. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, the two head up to the catwalks trying to find a way across the exploding, you know, like the lava boiling explosions. Yeah. <laughs> so, I don't know exactly what it, yeah. like, what was happening. Everything but, exploding, basically. Yes. Lots of explosions. And uh, they come face to face with Johann Schmidt. And uh, they're talking. Steve punches him, and we see a bit of a like a red thing under his eye. Which I remember the first time I watched this, I got so freaked out by that. I was like, "Oh, yes, me um, too." But I, it's kind I of could, I could hardly look. I could hardly look at it the first time I watched. I was yeah. like, oh. "Yeah, yeah." It was pretty intense. Um, but uh, he then uh. Like he fixes his jaw and then like peels off yeah. the the skin to reveal the red skull. And now he's officially that's what we're going to call him because that's what he is yes. now. The red skull stares back at Rogers and Bucky as he exits. He goes into the elevator and goes up. My mom, we were watching it as a family, like I said, and she went, the building's exploding. You don't want to go in an elevator. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. That is true. It's it's true. But I feel like they probably but had it like reinforced the, um, or something. But um. Anyway, I thought that was funny because she's just that like, is... you don't want to go up to the. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> the Red Skull goes, they go up in the elevator and the Red Skull gets into a airplane helicopter thing. And then yes. uh, he gives the keys to his car to Zola. And so Zola has to go back down um, to get out. But uh, yes. while this is happening, the the elevator or their their way got retracted, the bridge to the elevator. Yeah. And so Steve and Bucky are crossing a like a beam of some sort and wait, why uh, would they wait why would they need to cross anyway why to, i know they can't go back down i'm, I'm not sure back. i'm not sure i really don't understand maybe they had to get to the elevator yeah. i feel like that might be the, like ele- the way yeah, out probably the elevator i don't know i don't, I don't know. know i don't think there was any more stairs i don't think i don't on their side well no because there there were more stairs to go up okay to the, yeah. the beam because the elevator and then the beam was on like 
two more floors yeah. up or something okay. like yeah. that. Yeah. So they go up and they try to cross the beam. Bucky makes yeah. it and then the beam falls down and Steve uh, bends the very weak looking uh, bar back and he jumps across and then there's an explosion and we cut to the facility, the army yes. facility. And it looks like Steve died, which come on. He didn't <laughs> die. Yeah, but they had a they had to leave that there for everyone to yeah breathe or be scared. So, but yeah, thoughts. thoughts. Um, I love so like Steve just sneaking around, just getting into the prison. I yes. love that. So when he's like sneaks onto that truck and then he says like fellas and just beats up like the two or three dudes, like it's that's that hilarious. was so funny. Yeah, that's so hilarious. But then when he like sneaks in, he sees like the cartridge cartridges. Uh, I can't even say that word of like of the power source of like when he's in the I don't know science not science yes lab, but yeah the, the he sees that power stuff yeah 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 he sees that so he's like okay this is weird um but then he goes and frees the prisoners and man iconic line from his name the character's name is Jim and he says I'm from Fresno Ace and yeah that yes. line it's so good. Like, I remember, like, that line being one of the most, like, ones me and my siblings would, like, say and stuff. Like, that was, like, I don't know. It was just, like, funny and stuff. I, it's just out of nowhere. Like, I'm I don't from know. Fresno, Ace. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, it's it's kind of, it's a it's a joke. It's yeah. like a racist thing because do, Dum Dum Dugan or whatever, he goes, so we're taking everybody, eh? Or something like that towards him because he's Hispanic. Yeah. And then he goes, I'm from Fresno, Ace. He's talking about, yeah. but it is yeah. funny. Yeah. Not in that. I wasn't meaning that way, of course. Not oh, okay. Okay. Way. Yeah. No. Not, <laughs> well, you said um, it came out of nowhere. So I was like, that's. Yeah. 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 Um, and oh, the one. And then when he's, when Cap's leaving them, and I think it's the main guy, Dum Dum Dugan or whatever, says, Do you know what you're doing? Or somebody does. And he said, I've knocked out Hitler over 200 times. Yes. Yes. That's, I love that line too. That's just hilarious. But then, like, them all breaking out and going outside and stuff like that. I just, like, love the craziness of that scene. And you see, like, the camera being shaky. And then the guys, like, sneaking in the tank and just all everything happening happening and in my notes i said it was an autocorrect and i said i love the coziness of this scene it's <laughs> <laughs> not good it's not really cozy uh, see so, you know, i'm like yeah that we're getting really, really cozy here guys <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah are you talking about when like four of the guys jump in a tank i think that's pretty cozy yeah I'm gonna be honest. <laughs> i don't know um, oh. just in general um uh yeah and then we see um cap get bucky back and that just whole thing that that just comes like we see kind of like hints at a little bit like with hydra and bucky and you know like what yeah no in the future you're right yeah the future so yeah we'll we'll see more of that here in the future um but um if bucky is still alive if he might be dead i don't know i Maybe. i mean We've we've watched the movie. I don't know. Do you think he's I alive? I don't think he's alive, to be honest. I mean, he's he seems pretty dead to me. Yeah. Yeah. Which is uh, so sad. But <clears throat> yeah, it is very sad. Um, but <laughs> I, 
<laughs> the oh, one line that Bucky says, the one line that Bucky says from Johan, after Johan like rips his skin off and stuff, like later and when they're like meeting at the bridge, like he says to Cap, like he says, "You don't have one of those, do you?" Yes, <laughs> just funny. That was hilarious. Oh, it was like that was just funny. Another funny line, but um, because to break the tension, <laughs> of course. Like because uh because Johan's going on like a monologue yeah. about how he took the soldier yeah. serum and yeah <laughs> how he was perfect or whatever and I was like oh yeah okay buddy the one thing that we I know we talked about like the elevator and stuff earlier but the one thing I didn't get with the rocket that a uh, red skull it goes into why wouldn't that just have like two seats like I, it I, looked yeah. like yeah yeah it makes sense because like we need we need the car of course we need to get the car like yes because it's iconic it's like about as iconic as like like uh the batmobile or something yeah (laughs) (laughs) well i don't know Uh, you you don't you don't you don't agree with that eh? i don't know batmobile is pretty i think that would be more iconic so yeah i don't know it looks kind of like a batmobile to be perfectly honest kind of although kinda. one of my siblings was like that's coella deville's car because it looks <laughs> that is true it that is the... like coella deville's car <laughs> that, that is true yeah but yeah. Anyway. yeah yeah i love i love the uh the 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 howling commandos a lot of all of them i wish we got more time with them but one yes. that I, I really like uh neil mcdonough's character of uh dum dum dugan or whatever i can't remember yep. his name exactly but I believe it is Dum Dum. Yeah, Dum Dum Dugan. Yeah, uh, I just think he's really fun, and I I I love the actor. He's one of my favorite actors. He's not in a yeah. bunch, but he was also one of the first uh, actors to have a role in both a DC movie and a Marvel or T, a DC. Uh, he was an Arrow as a bad yeah. guy, and then uh, uh, as well as Marvel, he he got this one in 2011, and then like he was in Marvel uh, Arrow in like 2014 or something like that. But he was one of the first to have a role in both DC and Marvel. A little fact there. Nice. nice. But yeah, I think yeah, it's just it's fun. It's a good it's a good scene, and we've already talked about it. When Re- yeah. Schmidt takes the skin off, it's just <laughs> I I could do without it, but definitely didn't want to be eating while watching that. But uh, <laughs> yeah. Anyway, moving on. <clears throat> the next day, Steve is summoned to the Brooklyn. Bu- oh, wait, no, I jumped. No, ahead. sorry. Whoa. Back at the 107th base camp, uh, Philip dictates a letter to his typist telling him how or her, was it a her or him telling the typist how Rogers disappeared and yeah. likely is dead. Philip uh, rips into Agent Carter for causing the loss and notes that unlike the indispensability of Stark, she herself can be punished. And Carter attempts to justify her actions, but Philip tells her that uh, her opinions don't matter because uh, she was um, the one who basically allowed him to die. Uh, Then Rogers arrives with the survivors of the 107th carrying samples of the technology and of the vehicles, uh, the music in the scene. Yes, it's great. Rogers submits himself to Phillips for disciplinary actions. But uh, he forgives Rogers and basically just, well, he just says, that will be unnecessary and just walks away. And Bucky calls three cheers for Captain America, which I loved that part. Gave me chills, actually. Yeah, Goose pimples, as they say. Um, (laughs) The news of Captain America's success on the battlefield swept over the world. 
but Rogers is not uh, appearing for his medal of uh, what is the medal of valor, medal of honor. Yeah, I don't know from Congress. Yeah, something. Um, because uh, he, he's not in it for the awards; he's in it to yeah. uh, beat up bullies. Um, but Stanley's there. Stanley is there. Stanley is there. I thought he'd be taller. I thought he would be taller. I love that. Yes, our Stanley cameo has once again come. Yes. Back. Um. Uh. He he. Uh. Steve. Uh. Gives the Hydra base map to Carter and Phillips. Uh, and Phillips says that he wants Steve to lead the uh, uh the mission to destroy them all. But and uh Steve. Steve hires or recruits the Howling Commandos to do it with him. Um, and they said they'll do it as long as he opens a tab and gives them more beer and alcohol. Um, but uh, Peggy enters um, in a form-fitting cocktail dress, as this says. Um, and she ignores all the advances of the boys, including Bucky, um, and yes. just stares at Steve. Very, uh, is very uncomfortable. She was just <laughs> like, oh, I'm staring at a stare at you. It was so funny, though. Because he's uh, Bucky's talking off to the side, and uh, but Steve just keeps keeps on going. It's pretty funny. <laughs> or no, Bucky keeps on going, and she's not giving him the time of he day. He was he was invisible. Yes, he was invisible. Like he became he, like he like, yeah. He became Steve. Oh man, I'm he becoming you. Steve. This is awful. <laughs> then, then okay, maybe she'll bring a fan. <laughs> 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 the next day. Steve is Steve is summoned to the bu- Brooklyn bunker to see Phillips and Stark, and Steve is approached to by a beautiful female officer, um, wishing to thank wait. Him wait, we see we it doesn't mention, but we see Howard studying a fragment from the cube. Oh yes, yes, and he explodes himself, and it explodes, and he's like, write that down. Stark is like, <laughs> write it down. So, anyways, and he does write it down. <laughs> yes, he does. Uh, but the next day, Steve is summoned to the Brooklyn bunker. Um, He's approached by a female officer and she makes out with him and Peggy walks in and uh, she Steve's, sees Steve kissing the woman and angrily walks away. Steve is trying to uh, apologize and she's ignoring him. Um, and uh, uh, she, he, he uh, I'm sorry. He <laughs> thinks that uh, Carter and Stark have a thing going on. But uh, Stark says no, and that uh, fun doing is just cheese and bread. Um, and then he picks up uh, Steve. Uh, he, he's showing Steve prototypes of the shields, and um, Steve Legendary finds one. Scene. Yes, Steve finds one that is a circular uh, disc made of vibranium, um, which is uh, the first drop of that metal in the MCU. Yes, will come to play a large part in the future. Um, yep, it's lighter and is uh, uh, it will absorb any impact. And he holds the shield in front of him, asks Peggy what she thinks, and she shoots the the shield and says it works, and then walks away. And uh, Steve is terrified <laughs> for his life as he should be, and so Stark and he hands Stark ideas for the uniform. And then we have a yeah. montage of him and the Howling Commandos. Uh, single-handedly taking down Hydra. He's dressed in his uh, red, white, and blue outfit. That's a little bit more comic book accurate. Still not 100%, but it's okay. We'll live. We'll get a comic book accurate yeah. one coming here the next year. Um, <laughs> um, his Howling Commandos and him dismantle Red Skull and Zola's exploits. And the Red Skull gets very, 
very, very angry. You are failing. Yes. The simpleton <laughs> with a shield, which is hilarious. And then yes. uh, Red Skull, we get a scene of him just blowing a dude away because he says, we fought to the very last man. And he goes, apparently not. And just yes. <laughs> it's so funny, but also kind of uh, terrifying because there are people out there like that who just do that. Um, and then we jump to the Alps where Steve and his uh, Howling Commandos are ready to capture Zola. Um, three of the members, Cap, Bucky, and apparently a guy named Gabe Jones, played by Derek Luke, zip line down a massive chasm and jump on the train as it's driving by. Uh, yes. Cap and Bucky enter the car while the other guy, Gabe Jones, is standing on top of the train. I don't know why he stayed up there, but he did. Um, and there, uh, Cap and Bucky get separated. They're fighting, and um, they defeat most of the sh- shoulder soldiers. However, Bucky is tossed from the train and plummets into an icy river below, and Zola is captured. And he dies. Bucky is dead, yes. And my sister, my young 10 year old sister when Bucky died, she went and I quote, Ugh, I'm never watching this movie again. <laughs> hey, I was pretty <laughs> bad too. So <laughs> it was just so funny. There's this 10 year old girl just sitting over there going, Ugh, Bucky's dead. I have no choice to, I don't want to watch it. And I don't want to continue. He deserved watching it. Never more. It he did deserve more. Spoiler alert. You'll get more. What? What? Anyway, uh, <laughs> thoughts on this scene? Take it yes. Away. So, yeah, we see a big montage of uh, Steve wrecking butt with the commandos. And it's just pretty cool. And, uh, yeah, I don't know. It, it's pretty awesome. And then we see as it focuses on a, um, all of them working to the, uh, together and uh, to capture Zola. and. Yeah, and we just see them get on that train. Kind of looks like, why did that come to my head? I don't know why I was thinking of the Polar Express for some reason. <laughs> no idea why that came to my head. <laughs> okay. Uh, I mean, not that. <laughs> hey, could be. Don't we don't I know. Have no, I have no idea. They're uh, in the Alps. That might be on the way to the North yeah, Pole. I don't know. Hey. Definitely, definitely different. Definitely t- different type of train. Um uh <laughs> but those guards, man, like they they could defeat them, of course, but like the, the guys with the like the blasters on their arms, like those were OP for some reason. Yeah. Um but yeah, Bucky eventually He eats it. Well, yeah, <laughs> he eats it. Um, I don't really have too much to say about this scene. But no, I think I think it's a fun scene. I mean it's, it's a sad, sad scene. But the action yeah. is pretty fun. I think uh, yeah. Steve, when he runs in and kicks the, or does oh, yeah. he push it? Well, he kicks the, he put, like, yeah. the box off and yeah. knocks into the guy, and Bucky goes, I had him, or something like that. It's, just, <laughs> it's pretty funny. I think that part's yeah. funny. And I think it, I think it's a it's very well balanced with like humor and action and tragedy and everything like that. So, yeah. Yeah. This but next yeah. scene, though. This next instance, this is hilarious. This is, it's like, you just have that, this last scene that's like kind of sad, of course, with Bucky, but then like this next one brightens the mood a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Zola is sitting in a prison cell 
and is visited by Colonel Phillips, who brings him <laughs> a steak dinner. It's also got broccoli on it, so yeah, yeah I would it object does. because yeah. of broccoli. I mean, I'd eat the meat and potatoes, but anyway, Zola rejects the meal, um, convinced that it must be poisoned, and Phillips shrugs and eats it himself. <laughs> he tells Zola that he broadcasts an easily decipherable message, which has certainly been intercepted by Hydra, saying that Zola has defected. He also knows that Zola is easy to bargain with since he's the sole Hydra agent they've captured who hasn't taken his cyanide capsule. Zola, fearing that the lie will result in his death by the Red Skull, gives in to Phillips information or gives in to Phillips and gives him the information of the Red Skull's only remaining Hydra base. Also, we find out that he works later with S.H.I.E.L.D., but that's neither here nor there again. That's future. Ooh. Watch the shows, guys. Watch the shows. Yes. I don't know. Well, well, no, we don't get that in Cap 2. Nope, we don't. I A don't little think bit, so. but yeah, Maybe. because he's in the computer. Mentioned... Yeah, yeah. The, well, yeah, okay, we do. Anyway, yeah. yeah. Or wait until we talk about Captain America, too, yes, if you want. Yes, yes. Or just hang around long enough till we get to Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. and Captain Carter on the rewatch. <laughs> you know, I don't know. <laughs> that would be so long. Seven seasons. Oh, my god. I mean, technically, Captain Carter or Agent Carter should come before we hit Avengers if yeah. we're doing it. Yeah. <laughs> in the way it's supposed to. I don't, know. I don't know. I know. I don't know about that. I'm just kidding. We're not doing it in order because otherwise yeah. uh, the next one would be Captain Marvel or technically this. Well, anyway, if yeah, we're going, technically like, this would have been, this would have been the very first this one. This would have been the first one and then Captain Marvel. So, yeah. Then Iron Man. But yeah. Maybe we not... could start that in phase two. We could try to do that. I don't know. That might because be the. In phase three, because some of those movies are like close together, at least like, I don't know. Yeah, so. we might be. Maybe we'll switch. Anyway. Anyways. <laughs> Welcome to this planning meeting of uh, yeah, <laughs> Movie yeah, Minute Podcast. Minute podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. So moving on. Rogers is in a bar and Carter arrives to con- comfort him over the loss of Bucky. Steve realizes that Erskine's serum rapidly regrows dead cells, making it impossible for him to get drunk. So he's kind of disappointed. Uh, The two flirt for a little bit and talk about having a dance once again. Rogers and his team prepares a battle to take down Red Skull at his at his headquarters. Rogers gets into uniform, mounts his motorcycle and takes off for the base. He easily dodges Hydra soldiers and tanks and finds himself within the base surrounded by a Hydra army. He can't take them all on, even though my siblings thought they were. He's like, come on, you can take him. <laughs> it's so funny. I was like, I well, don't think it was can. only the fire. It was the fire. It was the fire. It's true. Yeah. The fire. The, I mean, the, he could get burned alive. Yeah. Well, actually, no, because if it rapidly well, regrows no. dead cells, he would he must have like a healing is, factor of some yeah. sort. I don't know. I don't know how fast. I don't know. if Anyway. Yeah. We'll never find out because yeah, Cap's gone. RMP. <laughs> anyway, it was all part of the plan anyway. And so he's taken into custody and is led into the Red Skull's private weapons lab. Red Skull asks, what makes Steve so special? And Steve says, nothing. I'm just a kid from Brooklyn. And, uh, <laughs> and then a bunch of his team zip into the uh, zip line into the, his office, uh, queuing up a climatic firefight yes hundreds of soldiers under the direction of philip and carter storm the base killing a bunch of hydra soldiers and the red skull red skull flees into his private hangar in which a gigantic flying wing powered by the tesseract is preparing for takeoff 
Steve tries to run and catch up with the plane on foot, but is unable. So there are some things faster than Captain America. So he's not he's not yeah. like Superman. Yeah. Uh, they they uh, uh, Phillips and Carter arrive in the Red Skull's car, which I thought was hilarious. And the three take off <laughs> after the plane. Just as soon as Steve is about to leap onto the plane, Peggy stops him and kisses him. And uh, that's enough to get anyone's adrenaline running even more. I'm not kissing you. <laughs> I have that line written down too. That's great, so funny. Uh, that's uh, that's the Colonel for any of you who didn't watch yes. the movie. Come on, you've had a month to watch it. If you're not watching, I don't know. Anyway, sorry. Uh, <laughs> Steve <laughs> leaps onto the uh, car or onto the plane. Sorry, and makes it just in time as the uh, landing gear is sucking up into the bottom of the plane, and he sneaks into the air, the craft, and finds a bunch of kamikaze planes labeled with a different major city in america which by the way is written in english not german it is it's kind of well funny. well yeah it is but for our interpretation no, yes, I think I it's know. just yeah, yeah it was just funny i was like oh they're german they would probably yeah uh, yeah uh, but they've also been talking in american or american in english <laughs> this entire time so i don't know um anyway one of the planes labeled for new york drops free and steve takes off after and manages to commandeer the craft uh killing a couple people um in the process uh he crashes the the plane into the gigantic plane that or it's called uh is it called valkyrie or something like that there's like there was some name for the plane yeah the plane um uh, i don't remember I don't remember. I what don't it's know. Called. They, I don't think they said it. Okay, they maybe I'm maybe I'm getting crazy. Anyway, they're in the giant plane, and uh, yeah, yeah. Inside the large cockpit, Captain America and Red Skull uh, throw hands, as the kids say nowadays. And Red Skull fires his cube energy pistol at Steve, who blocks the shots using his shield. And one yes. of the shots is deflected right into the console, uh, the co- the console which the and. Uh, which contains the glowing blue cube, the Tesseract. The console is damaged, and the skull lifts the cube into the air, and a portal opens above him, showing starry space, and Steve's just standing there watching all this because he doesn't want to get too close. Uh, the red skull glows brightly and is pulled into the cosmos, which we find out where he goes later. But anyway, uh, yep. not in this movie, but later down the not road. For a, not, not, for, not for a long time. And he, for a long he, time. he looks a little bit different. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. That's that what's too. yeah. Anyway, I'm sorry. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh that was insane though. Yes. That was pretty insane. Yes, that it was. was. The the fight is a lot longer than we're depicting in this rundown. Yes, but, yes. Um Steve takes control of the plane um and radios Captain Carter. Well, she's not Captain Carter, Agent Carter. Uh he tells her that the plane is on a flight path. That will take them to New York, and he can't let that happen because uh, everything will. A lot of more people will die if he just crashes into New York. He tells her that their dance is going to have to wait, and he pushes the plane into a dive and crashes it into a glacier below. No. And uh, Peggy can only hear static, and she cries. We see the Man. aftermath of the war. The Allies won, but we lost a lot of people, including Captain America. Uh, the Howling Commandos mourn him. Peggy remembers him and Howard continues to look for him. 
Uh, we find and the test. He, gets, he finds yeah. the tesseract at the bottom of the ocean, and uh, he continues to look for Steve after they. Uh, yeah, they find that, and that is the end of most of the movie. But we'll get yes. into what happens later after we talk yeah. about this part, the ending, the climax. Um, yes, the climax. So they overtake the base, the main Hydra base. And I I love when Phillips and Peggy come in. Like Phillips says, there's, uh, he like shoots down a guard. And the guard is saying something about like a um, cut off one head, you know, that line. And then, and then Phillips shoots him down. And he says, let's go find two more or something. Yes. <laughs> it's like, that part is fantastic. Like, I love yes, that part. It's great. I, I love that. Um, <clears throat> But yeah, it's, it's just a pretty good overall scene. I do had, I did have like one critique. I just wish it was kind of longer because I wish we kind of had like an instance of like showing off like all the commandos and stuff, because of course you said it earlier, like they don't get a lot of time to shine in the movie, yeah. but I just wish we had like a instance of like maybe all of them together or like one each showing off like an ability they had or i don't know yeah we no did i agree have, and and the one pop montage we had in, in the middle of the movie we did see that but you know a little bit yeah. but yeah no i mean this uh, this movie is already running a uh what is it a two two hour runtime so it's a yeah. bit longer than the other ones that we've had so far yeah. That is so true. I can understand them not doing it, but it's a it's a full movie. There's a lot that happens and it never feels yeah. like it drags. But I do yeah. wish we had a bit more with the howling commandos. That would have been that would yeah. have been nice. I agree. Yeah. And don't have much to say about Cap and Red Skull fighting. Pretty solid a uh, boss fight, I guess. Um, and then that scene with Cap and Peggy, Cap talking to Peggy going down. Just so sad. Yeah. Going to need a rain check on that dance, man. That's, that's a heartbreaker right there. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, no, I, I agree. This whole, this fight, the, the, the final fight does happen pretty fast. Like this yeah. whole thing, like you said, but not, not even just like with the commandos and, uh, uh, Tommy Lee Jones, I can't remember his character's name at the moment, and <laughs> Haley Atwell, yeah, Phillips and Carter, yeah. Even with that, that happens really, really fast. And um, but yeah, I I think my only ups, uh, critique about this is I wish it there was more of it. But uh, yeah, I think it's great. Not much to say. I love the I love how uh, it ends like with the plane just sinking down, and then we see. Uh, like the celebration, like we won the war, like everything. And then the, the hauling commandos, like to the captain, like, just like everyone else is celebrating, but we realize what we've lost, you know, like, and then also we see great victory. Yeah. No. Yeah. We also see Peggy looking at Steve's document too. And that's just Mm -hmm. another, which plays back into, yeah. Again at the, uh, the end of the infinity saga, but yeah. Yeah. It's 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 fun going through and rewatching it to tie it back to what's happening now. But also, we don't want to get too crazy because then we can go back and yeah, once we hit the end, but of the Infinity Saga. But yeah, uh, scene eleven: Steve awakes in a hospital, nineteen forties hospital. An old fashioned radio transmits a play by play of a Brooklyn Dodgers game. He gets up, 
look at the looks out the windows and watches as the hospital doors open. A young nurse who bears a striking resemblance to Peggy enters. She waits for a response from Steve, who looks over her her over suspiciously. He asks why the radio is playing a game from May 1941, specifically a game that he knows he intended. <laughs> she reaches into her pocket and Bruh. withdraws a two-way radio. Two tall soldiers in black uniform enter the room, and Steve just tosses them through a, the wall. Steve steps through the hole and is surprised to see that the hospital is, in fact, a movie set. He runs through the dark corridors, pushing a door open, and finds himself in Times Square, circa. 2011 he peers around shocked by his surroundings and watches as numerous black suvs encircle him nick fury played by samuel L. jackson appears and carefully speaks to steve he tells him that he's been in sleep in ice for close to 70 years in a state of suspended what? animation the hospital set was meant to gradually induce introduce him into a, a modern society still perplexed steve breathes heavily and sadly tells fury that he had a date as he realizes that everyone else he n- used to know in 1940s is in the 1940s is long dead or very, very old now. No. And then the credits hit. And that's the end of uh, Captain America, the first Avenger. Almost. Yes. Almost. Because we have a tag scene. Yeah, we do. In a post credit scene, Steve is in an old fashioned gym. He He's punching a punching bag and he punches it so hard that he knocks it off its chain, sending it flying across the room and the sand flies everywhere. Yeah, he does. Fury enters, asking Steve if he's having trouble sleeping. Steve cynically asks if Fury has come with another mission. And he replies in the affirmative. And suddenly we see images of all the superheroes, Captain America, Thor, Tony Stark, Hawkeye, Black Widow, Bruce Banner, and other shield agents preparing for a battle. We also see Loki. Ooh, Fury well, tells them that we don't they're... see. Yeah, we, we do. don't we see, see Loki. Well, I'm uh, no, not Loki. Uh, a Hulk. I don't think. I don't think we see Hulk actually. We we see Bruce Banner. We see yeah, the back yeah. of him. Yes, but we don't see the Hulk. You're correct. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. because yeah. as we know, recast. So yes. you can't like put him up there and be like, yeah, well, that looks weird. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, uh, he tells them they're up, and we get a. Uh, it's a trailer for the Avengers, which, um, as I was watching, I was like, this feels like very much a early 2000s action movie trailer. <laughs> it was so cringy. Yeah, it was so funny. Like now Marvel movies have their own type of trailer. Yeah. But back then they were trying to like hype it back up. to a mainstream audience. Like, yeah, and this was still pretty niche. Yeah. So I understand um, why they did it, but I was like, ooh. Imagine staying after the credits and seeing that though. Like that would be amazing. Yeah. That would be insane. Like that's what I was like, thinking. It like, would be like after the end of the oh, I'm not gonna say that Infinity War, like at the the end of the Infinity War, like being like, How can we yeah. wait for this? Like, how can yeah. we <laughs> like yeah it would, it would just be like you're like, what this summer? What 2012? Yeah. What? I mean Avengers. Think about that though, because it had been how many years it'd been like four years in the making right yeah like you had yeah. hulk and then you had iron man shortly thereafter yeah and then iron man 2 iron man 2 and thor and then thor then captain, america. And you, captain america you knew it was coming because yeah. they had they had promised you know like this is part yeah. of like a trilogy or whatever like a different weird a different kind of trilogy yeah. and then you get the trailer and i just i can't imagine how excited 
you'd have to be, especially for fans of the comics, you know, like we, I've talked about yeah. that a lot. Like, cause there's nothing like this, like yeah. uh, not, nothing like this, like a team up movie, like really. Yeah. I know. Time, like, so. I mean, in TV shows, you may have had yeah, like, yeah. a crossover event, especially like with yeah. Disney channel stuff, but like, yeah, that's TV show. That's pretty easy. Like this is movies on the big screen. And it's like, it was yeah. meant to connect. And I don't know. I just think it it would have been crazy to see. And we're never, I'm never going to know what it feels like to go yeah. and like sit there and watch it and feel it. Yeah. Although I wish I could, you know, like, like take me back to see the tag of Captain America. <laughs> like, it's yeah. Funny, but, or the tag yeah. of Iron Man. <laughs> or yeah, even that. Yeah. I don't like, oh, but yeah, it was very funny to see, but it was also really cool to see. Like, this is a moment in time. This is going to be like, go down in history like yeah man but yeah guys yeah that's 2011's captain america the first avenger um wesley your final thoughts i don't feel like we had a lot to like yeah complain about with this i don't know yeah it's just a classic origin story that takes you on a journey of steve rogers and it just makes you fall in love with captain america in general and you see we don't get to see a lot of these characters except him um in the future but there are a few characters that will be focused on in the future, but it's just a good old, it's, it's really good. Like, I don't know, like the whole story is pretty, pretty interesting. And just a, um, just his whole character is pretty uh, great. So, yeah. Yeah, no, I agree. Um, this movie is a different type of superhero movie, but it's a, it's a war movie. That doesn't yeah. lose focus of the fact that it's a superhero movie. Like it's it's yeah. a perfectly balanced between the war and the comedy and the intensity and the superhero ness of it all. And overall, man, the writing is phenomenal. The music is great. The acting, the best acting in a Marvel movie thus far in our rewatch, I believe. There's not someone who you're like, oh, that could be better. Like, I mean, in Thor, we thought Heimdall was a bit. Yeah bit bad like rough well i liked i liked heimdall but i got your points yeah no no yeah Yeah. but like it was definitely not the heimdall we have now or had now i suppose yeah um and uh hulk there's a couple people that had issues (laughs) uh iron man it it was a bit light on the acting like i mean you had good actors but also some were rough but overall this movie just clicked uh a, a great movie and um, one that really it kickstarted the MC. Like, yeah, this one wasn't as well received as Iron Man, but like this one really kicked it into high gear because like you have everyone now. Your rosters fill. Let's get to yeah. Avengers, right? Like that was yeah. the hype for it, and so this movie, yeah, and it, it introduced one of the most beloved Avengers of yeah. all time. Like, yeah, so it, it's just a great movie. I went well over our limit for like the little <laughs> <laughs> reviews, but hey, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, so favorite scene, favorite scene, scene? yeah. Um, so, I'll go first with this one. I okay. I really liked. Oh man, there's so many though. Oh, um, I really liked uh, uh, where Steve and Erskine are sitting in the bunker, or not the bunker, the barracks. Excuse me. Uh, sharing the sharing in air quotes the schnapps and just talking and it's the heart of the movie is that 
be a good man, not a great soldier, right? Like, like you don't be a, you're not a perfect soldier. You're a good yeah. man. And that's why we chose you. And that's overall what Steve is like. He wasn't, he wanted to be a soldier, but to be a great soldier, you had to be a good man. And that's what Steve Rogers is. He stands up for the little guy. And as he says down the road, I can't remember what movie, but, and he's just, yeah, it's the heart of the movie. And that's where Steve gets his mission. Be a good man, not a perfect soldier. But yeah, that's my favorite scene. Yeah. So my favorite scene is I just love the sequence where Steve goes in and uh, saves the men at the Hydra base. And the, I don't know, 200 men. I don't know. I don't know how many something people like that, it yeah. was. Yeah, some something like that. I I just thought it was really cool. You just get to see like the first instances with the Howling Commandos. And uh, we see uh, Steve's a uh, first interaction with the Red Skull. And yeah, it's just, I don't know, it's just pretty cool. And then we get to see them returning to the camp and it's all triumphant. And just like you said, like Andrew said earlier, a uh, chills basically when they yeah. come back. So yeah, just love that scene. Oh. Yeah. Least favorite scene. Uh, I don't yeah. know. I don't know. I feel like... I really... Yeah, I feel like most of it, like we said, it feels pretty rushed to already. Yeah. But uh, there's not really anything that I was like, oh, I don't really like that. Um, yeah, I'm going to I'm going to have to pass on that one, man. I I, I can't really think. Yeah. Of uh, like I said earlier, I said when I was critiquing the last battle, I it's not like I didn't like it, of course, but I it, it just like having that just a little bit longer at the Hydra base. And um, yeah. I, yeah, of course we already said it's kind of rush and stuff. Yeah. Um, him getting on the plane and stuff, but don't go, don't get me wrong. Of course I love the scene, but just wish we had more time, even though two hours. So, and stuff. so your, your least favorite scene is asking for more of the last yes. battle. <laughs> yes. Yes. That's fair. That's fair. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Yes. For sure. Uh, <laughs> favorite character. Um, I would just have to say Cap. I just went with Cap. I was thinking about Red Skull, but I don't know. If there was a little bit more depth to him, I think I would have yeah. had him. But no, he's a I very he's a very so the last four or five movies. Well, no, I I should say the first four origin stories that we've had with Hulk, Iron Man, Thor, and Captain America have all had the same motive for the bad guy where they just want yeah power. Where like Ironmonger wanted the money, so kind of power. Abomination just wanted to, you know, beat whole yeah. power. Loki wanted to rule Asgard power, and now Red Skull wanted the test power. And so it's very comic booky villain. So I understand what you're saying with if he was more deep. Yeah. Like we have now with all these villains. <laughs> but yeah, yes. uh Cap is always uh, a good answer. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm gonna say yeah, I'm gonna go cap too. Um, yeah, he, man, that you you covered it. I'm gonna let you. I'm gonna let you speak for me as well. I <laughs> there's not much. I don't know. It's yeah, he's just great. Yeah, <laughs> just no. to, Chris Evans did an awesome job bringing him to life and stuff. This character, so yeah. Again, can't imagine anyone else but Chris Evans playing this role. Yeah, but yeah, uh, least favorite character. Yeah. Also a hard one. I don't know. Um, 
Huh. Well, I didn't really have a clear cut for this one, so. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna say the blonde bimbo who makes out with Steve. <laughs> there, there yeah. you go. Yeah. She can. She can go away. Uh, I'll agree with you on that one too. Yeah. She can go away. She can definitely go away. Yeah. 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 Bye bye. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, last but not least, favorite quote. Um. Okay. There's a ton of quotes in this movie. Like there's a ton of memorable. There's just a ton. ton of- um. I could pick one from like Dr. Erskine. The first one, like the first one, not like the one good becomes great and bad becomes worse. But um, I don't know. That's just plain and simple. But I think it's a um, the one Steve, his Steve signature line. I can do this all day. Just mm-hmm. it gives you it, that line just gives you hope and just keeps you pressing on, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> no, yeah. yeah, that's good. Um I'm, I may have to agree with you again. Um, obviously, so you, so do you too, fondue, great one. Um, <laughs> but, but yeah, um, uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go with you where he says, uh, oh, where are the lines? Where's the lines? Where's the lines? Oh, yeah. Uh, actually, no, I'm gonna change it up, but it's from the same scene. I'm gonna say, you must promise me whatever happens tomorrow, you will stay who you are, not a perfect soldier, but a good man. I just think yeah. that's like throughout life, like, you, you know, like we see people who like get famous and then they become jerks or whatever. Like no matter like where you're stationed, like just be a good human being to other people, you know, like do unto others as you would have them do unto you. Like it's not that hard. And I think it's, it's a great quote. And yeah, I think it's great for life. Yeah, it is. Whatever happens, stay a good man or star. Woman. Yeah. Uh, star ranking time star ranking time yes uh do you want to go first so as so we do these reviews of course on letterbox also we yes we do up on letterbox so at least well you do too but for me i just leave a link to the podcast yeah yeah, if you want to hear my thoughts go listen to this podcast yeah and then leave the star ranking so yeah yeah um and my i do like all almost all of my notes you do you do they're they're uh they're (laughs) thorough for sure it's great um but so uh yeah uh so my ranking on not ranking uh my star rating on it as it currently stands says 3.5 out of five stars wow um i think i'm gonna (laughs) bump that up though to four though i think i'm gonna bump it up to four here um four out of five stars and um but in my personal mcu ranking it's a uh, number 13 out of the 30 movie releases as of february of 2023 so yeah okay, okay. not not in my not in my top 10 but it's right there so man that's uh that's interesting okay okay um I don't know. I don't know how I feel about that. I, I don't know how I feel about that. <laughs> hey, um, I, I love the movie, so it's not like no, I yeah. mean it's 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 definitely fair. Um, so I'm looking, I have a I have a spreadsheet uh of uh our star rankings thus far. Yes. And um so I'm very uh I'm fr- I'm very free-flowing apparently with the uh five star rankings. I've given two out of the uh what nine eight movies so far that we've uh, <laughs> we've done five stars, knives out and top gun yeah. maverick. Yeah. Um to be fair, in my opinion, they are five stars, so 
Um, but I have not yet given a Marvel movie over a 3.5. And so I feel very you comfortable haven't? giving. No. Have Iron, Iron Man? Iron Man was a 3.5. Uh, 3.5. Okay. Okay. So three and a half stars. Yeah. Um, Hulk was a one. Iron Man 2 was a one. And then Thor was yeah. a 3.5. <laughs> so um, Hulk. I'm very comfortable giving this one a four star rating. Okay. Um, I was like, I don't know if I should give it a five star because, I mean, it's a great movie and I love it. But there are definitely MC movies that I like more. And so I was a little scared that I might have screwed myself over with the ranking. <laughs> but I have not. So uh, that being said, I'm going to give it a four. And uh, yeah, um, we've, yeah. we've discussed. We love this movie, apparently, both of us. Yeah. And um, like Wesley said, if you want to follow us on Letterboxd uh, HD, you are more than uh, we uh, go. We will uh, gladly let you guys uh, go follow us, please. We'd love yes. for you to do that. Um, mine is uh, uh, Andy Rates Movies, I believe, is uh, what my uh, handle is on there. Yes. Andy and- Rates Movies. Yeah, my handle is Westman1730. So the seventeen thirty is just numbers, not letters, of course. So it's not <laughs> this weird. <laughs> hey, hey. Do you have a picture? Do you have a picture on there? Uh yes, I think I do. Um Oh yeah, you do. Uh it is yeah. uh Star Wars. It's, Star Wars, yeah, yeah. It's Star Wars. Oh, just that's a, a picture. picture. Yeah, it's like a collage of just everybody in star wars so yeah mine is uh me and uh it's me doing a uh, lord farquad pose so because <laughs> i i have long hair and um <laughs> i have uh it was longer a little bit a while ago and my hair one day i came home from church and i looked like uh lord farquad so i was like <laughs> hey i'm gonna take a picture and then i have a side by side anyway it's uh, a whole thing but um uh, yeah so you guys can follow us on there and Check out our, uh, well, Wesley's reviews. Um, and you can, like, if I watch a movie and uh, we're not reviewing it for the podcast, I usually go and at least log a star rating on there. Um, just so I have it have it there. Yeah. I don't, I don't know if you do the same, but. Sometimes I do, like, I don't know. I do it on the Marvel movies, but. I, yeah. There's, I don't know, if I remember do. <laughs> you know, yeah, that's fair. It's fair. Um, But yeah, I think that's going to do it for this episode of the marvel movie minute Men, or not marvel i mean i guess it is it's a marvel rewatch <laughs> yeah, yeah but uh the movie minute men podcast um yeah uh next next episode so we kind of ran into a predicament uh me being very uh busy currently i uh forgot to post the or send wesley the uh graphic for our votes so um Make sure you guys go follow us on the Facebook and our Instagrams and the Movie Minutemen yes. podcast Instagram. All the links are in the league tree um, for that. And uh, you will uh, be able to vote on what comes next in uh, the rewatch because I forgot to post it, like I said. So um, make sure you guys do that. And then we will um, come back and we'll do another one, hopefully sooner rather than later. But I know I'm busy, man. Wesley's a busy man. So, yeah especially this month so i don't we'll know figure out yeah uh, this month yeah when? we'll figure out uh it might not be until march and that yeah. just is how it falls <laughs> because uh yeah. life happens we're trying to get life two out of happen. month yeah we are we're trying people we're trying but uh should i should i give them the 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 choices now so they can be uh thinking about and... yes yes okay so uh the first uh movie we have to uh vote on is yesterday so 
let me let me explain real quick. What this is is our previous votes. We've taken the ones that got a lot of votes and we put them into a vote so we can do like the runner up, I guess. It's not it's not all runner ups, but it's what we kind of want to do. And so you guys get a chance to vote on like the losers. It's the loser round. So yesterday from 2019, the Emperor's New Groove from I want to say 2001, I think is when that one came out. I don't have the dates written down. Right I don't want to. You don't want to. You don't want to guess. <laughs> you don't want to hazard. A I guess. have it. I have a list of all of the animation Disney. So oh, 2000. In my notes. Excuse me. Okay, but it's it's 2000, not 2001. Okay. 2000. Okay. Um, then Toy Story from 1996, 1995, 1995, okay. And then La La Land from 2016. I know that one. So those are the four choices that you guys will have to vote on when those polls come up. You'll have a bit longer to vote on them than you normally do. And so share them with your friends, let people know, hey, go vote on them. Now on the Instagram stories, you won't, but on Facebook, it'll be up there yes. for longer because we I'm not deleting yes. the, I just call it. So, um, yeah, you guys want to make sure you're following those social media so you can vote on that. And then stay tuned to the podcast um, so you know when we upload. We are on Apple Podcasts, we are on Spotify, and we're on all the good places you get your podcasts. And yeah, so um, Wesley, do you want to say the goodbye this time? Because I always end it. Um. Yeah, thank you guys so much for <laughs> listening to the Movie Minute podcast. I, um, I'm glad you guys are still listening and watching yes, us. Yes, we appreciate I've, you. Uh, listening to us, not watching us. A, um, episode. This is episode nine. Episode ten is coming up. That's crazy. Yes. Ten yes. episodes. Where we're we gonna have to have like. Time? We're gonna have like some yeah. sparkling cider or something yeah. to celebrate the <laughs> tenth streamer, episode. Like, yeah, yeah, something. Um, but Com- yes, confetti thank you guys. cannon. <laughs> <laughs> thank you guys so much for watching. This is uh, me and Andrew signing out. This is the Movie Minutemen podcast. See you, guys. <laughs>